first in the PSAC and 10th nationally. And his four touchdowns are also good for first in the conference. So very formidable running back coming in. Andre Reed's today for East Stroudsburg. Yeah, Tyreek has had a great year, let's be honest with ourselves. And I, I got a chance to see him last year. And he did give Kutztown a good amount of problems, uh, even on the road. In their home stadium, that was a that was one of their biggest wins, I would say, uh, for the Golden Bears last season. That was a, a big road win for them. But yeah, Tyreek Lewis gave them a ton of problems. Mark my words, he was a tough opponent. Kutztown defense gave a good answer in the beginning, but he just started to come to life in the second half. So if he doesn't come to life to start off the game, don't count him out. That's that's my biggest that's my biggest uh, concern. A, a lot of offensive components that they did return from last year. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. They played great in their home stadium last year. Now it's going to be interesting to see how they play away here in the Golden Bears house. Absolutely, Tyreek Lewis on pace to have a career year already. Broke uh, his personal career high for rushing yards in the season with 373. His previous high was 310. So we're excited to see what he could showcase today, and we'll see if the Golden Bears defense can neutralize that. And I think they set themselves up beautifully to do that. For Kutztown defensively, they averaged, their opponents only average 84.5 rushing yards per game. And with that marker for the Golden Bears defense, that's 24th in the country. So you're seeing strength on strength, that potent rushing attack for, for the Warriors against that stout Kutztown run defense. I'm excited to see how that matchup plays out today uh, between these two teams. And it's interesting to note, Jack, I was looking at the overall statistics as a, as a team, and it's really an interesting set of numbers. I'll, I'll just say that. To the point that I can make sense of a good amount of statistics. I, I like to think so myself. Maybe I don't. I don't I don't know. But points per game. East Stroudsburg puts up 41 points. And they only give up 15. Now, it doesn't really seem like that from their PSAC play. They did beat Seton Hill 55-21. But their number, the reason their, their points per game is so high is because of their first game of the season against... A school called Pace. Do you know where they're from, Jack, by any chance? Never, I do not I, know where I've, Pace I've, is from. I've never heard of them, I'll be honest. Uh, but they beat them 62-9. to uh, That that was a tough matchup. Um, a great, great first week win uh, at home. Um, but you beat in IUP 13-12. to You beat Seton Hill 55-21. to And you beat Lockhaven, who... Let's be honest with ourselves, Jack. Isn't a big, isn't the biggest contender in the PSAC East, thirty-five to twenty-one. So it doesn't really make sense these numbers. I think uh, they they are right. Uh, I won't doubt that. But don't the numbers speak to what type of a team East Stroudsburg is? I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Anytime we've played East Stroudsburg in the past two years, it came down to the drive. Last year came down to a. a you know, a touchdown for the air, drum cap from Donnie Blaine. And and two years ago, it was the same type of deal. Donnie Blaine, Donnie Blaine to drum cap. Now you don't have drum cap. Now you don't have Donnie Blaine starting. Let's probably. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I'm excited for this one. It's a, it's a lot of a lot of different variables working in, I would say, Jack. Absolutely. You know, you mentioned how these teams have fared in their last two matchups with both being both being decided pardon me, by one score. Kutztown has actually dominated the, the matchup between these two schools as of late, winning eight straight against the Warriors. They look to make it nine today. On the flip side for East Stroudsburg, they look to go 5-0 and for the first time since 2019. So a chance 
for East Strasburg to kind of flip the script in this series between these two schools and to get off to their best start for the first time in several years. I want to take a look at the Warriors' passing attack, though, averaging right around 210 yards per game. But, you know, the yards might not jump off the page, but their efficiency is what does. Their quarterbacks, as they've played three this year, have combined passing 67 of 91. That 73.6% completion rate is second in the country. Wow. So they are very efficient when it comes to the passing game. The air. They might, you know, might not light up the box score in terms of passing yards, but they are efficient when they decide to air the ball out. So I'm really interested to see how this Kutztown defense steps up and answers that test here this afternoon. Now it's time to take a look at. But I just want to mention one thing. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I, I, I'm getting better at it. I got you're better good. from last week. Get your point I, across, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the passing attack. But now we're now we get the chance to talk about my favorite side of the ball, and you know what that is? Defense. I love defense. Defense came ready to play last week. Only giving up three points to the number 13 ranked nas nationally ranked team. So I think Kutztown, their secondary, I don't know if you got a chance to watch that game, they looked amazing. They were in full control. They put Shepard on their heels early. Five turnovers from that game. So it's going to be interesting to see how Kutztown's defense lines up with the number two nationally ranked passing attack from East Stroudsburg. I think that the Golden Bears, their secondary is going to have to come ready to play today. That, I'm getting ahead of myself when we talk about our, our main keys to the game. But it's going to be interesting to see, Jack. I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. A lot of questions we have that we only have about 10 minutes left to answer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this is going to be a gritty, hard-fought style of play kind of game. I mean, if you look defensively at both these teams, you could talk about how much prowess East Stroudsburg has on the rushing attack or their passing attack, how efficient they are when they decide to air it out, not necessarily lighting up you know, the box score with their passing stats, but they're efficient when they throw it. They complete a lot more of their passes than they don't. But defensively, you look at total defense for both of these teams, top 25 both of them are in total defense. East Stroudsburg allows 258 total yards per game. That's 19th in Kutztown, 271. That's 24th in the country. So you're seeing two defenses that really know how to step up and play and not allow their opponents to get a whole lot of yards uh, when it comes to the offense. A key of the game I want to talk about real quick, third down. East Stroudsburg does a really good job of controlling third down. Their defense, opponents convert on only 28% uh, of their third downs on offense. That's 24th nationally. So for me, Kutztown, they have to control third down by not only getting third down conversions on offense, but getting off the field on defense on third down as East Stroudsburg is one of the best teams in the country on converting on third downs on offense, seventh nationally with a 55.8% conversion rate there. Yeah, they, they, they. It's going to be a defensive matchup. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to say this. If I did make a prediction, this game will not be high scored at all. It will not be uh, a lot of offense. What I think it will be is a lot of defense. But Jack, I want to take a quick second because our, our advisor Mike Greggs gives us all these great opportunities to come broadcast these games. I asked him to do a weather spot for us because, I don't know about you, I know nothing about weather. I, I personally don't. So, we're going to take a quick second to listen to our advisor, Mike Riggs, talk about the weather for the Golden Bears' upcoming game. Mike here with your game time weather forecast. Game time temperature around 66 to 68 degrees. It'll stay that way for most of the game. Maybe getting up to around 70 degrees. Clouds will be a dominant feature, but we could see some breaks of sun as well. Still having a little bit of after effects from the tropical storm from last week. 
Ophelia is still throwing some clouds over the area, uh, but uh, generally a pretty nice day. Not like last week. Fortunately, we don't have a uh, didn't have a home game last week with the weather we had around here last week. Nothing like that. At the most, we might see a passing shower, but not even really expecting that. Only about a 10% chance of that. Mostly just mostly cloudy. Maybe some partial sunshine and game time temperatures around 66 to 68 degrees. Go Golden Bears. Monsoon Mike here. Well, thanks, Rex, for weather update. That was nice to see. A, a, a beautiful day. Not really. It is a beautiful good, good, day. Good, good amount of clouds. I, I like this. I like this temperature though. Sixty-eight degrees. That's my type of weather. Uh, but you you heard it from the man himself, Matsu Mike. But it's very similar to to yeah. the last home game here when we hosted Mercyhurst. That game was a little bit more sunny, except today's you know more cloudy. But similar degree and temperature, sixty-five uh, at the time of kickoff coming up in about seven minutes. So very similar weather in terms of how it's going to feel. But very excited to see how this game is going to play out on the field. Similar weather, and KU is hoping for a similar result they got two weeks ago here at Andre Reed. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to. I think whatever the Golden Bears play at home, they just do a lot better than playing on the road. That's my personal opinion. But I got to tell you, Jack, Kutztown fans, they love to show out for their Golden Bears. It is packed. Yes, you it is. You couldn't even probably find an open seat anywhere at this point there's a couple here and there but it is packed it is packed family day here at yeah. andre reed stadium yeah, so the golden bears faithful make to sure make sure to show out every single week but especially today they are packing the stands excited to see their golden bears face east stroudsburg after a huge win last week at shepherd you know this could be a prime letdown opportunity but we're going to step aside and talk more about kutztown for the playing of the national anthem after this in 1966 in Anchorage, Alaska, a talented child was born. He would go on to be one out of only 11 Alaskans to make it to the major leagues. The odds of him striking out more than 3,000 hitters? One in 33 million. The odds of this pitcher being selected to the Major League Baseball All-Star Game six times? One in 48 million. The odds of this fastballing philanthropist winning the World Series three times? One in three million. The odds of this man having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. Hi, I'm Kurt Schilling. Learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Autism is getting closer to home. From one in 5,000 only 20 years ago, today one in 110 children are diagnosed. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sometimes your pain seems overwhelming. If the prescribed dose of your prescription pain medication doesn't bring relief, check with your doctor. Pain relievers are safe and effective when used correctly. If misused, you could become addicted or experience other problems. Take your prescription as directed. And if you need more information about addictions, call 1-800-662-HELP. Do the right dose. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and this station. You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Back here at Andre Reed Stadium, about five minutes till kickoff here between the Golden Bears of Kutztown and the Warriors of East Stroudsburg. Warriors come in 4-0, KU 2-2. We've mentioned 
numerous times throughout the pregame their huge win at Shepard last week but this could be a little bit of a letdown opportunity because you get such a huge win on the road boost your momentum you kind of take your foot off the gas is what could happen you get a little bit complacent get a little bit comfortable Kutztown can't afford to do that today a very capable East Stroudsburg team yep. on the opposing sideline and a way you can limit that is by controlling the ball and Kutztown has done that so marvelously here through the first four weeks their sixth in division two are the Golden Bears averaging 34 minutes of time of possession. And they also do not commit a lot of penalties at all. They are fourth in all of Division Two, with only 14 penalties committed and 121 total penalty yards. They do a great job of that, controlling the football and not making you know, mental mistakes and hurting themselves by taking penalties. We're going to send it down to our on-field reporter, Mitchell Smedley, for a quick word. Jack, just like Mike Reg said, a beautiful day for football we're here in the mid-60s. We just went from a little bit of a shower to some sunshine peeking through in the span of about 30 seconds. We're back to some cloud cover, so we'll keep you updated. If any more showers move through, that could affect the passing game and the run game uh, on-field conditions for both these squads. But it's family day. It's packed here at Andre Reed Stadium. Exciting atmosphere following that big win at Shepard. And we're ready for round two. Keep the momentum going. KU controls its own destiny. And there's a big crowd ready to watch it happen here at Andre Reed Stadium. Back up to you guys. And thank you, Mitch. Mitch, quick question. Where are you at? We're trying to figure out where exactly you're located. We're up here in the booth, and we have a, a good aerial view, I would say, Jack. Let's be honest. But, Mitch, where exactly are you at? Yeah, we do have an expansive bird's eye view here being in the press box at Andre Reed Stadium as the captains for both teams go to midfield. For the coin toss. So East Stroudsburg has won the coin toss. They elect to receive. So they will get the ball first here this afternoon. Get a chance to see that KU defense we've been talking so highly of early on. And get to see that rushing attack. That's so strong for ESU. Excited to see how that matchup is going to shake up. Oh, there he is. That, answer my, Mitch. that answers my question. Yep, he's waving to us. Hi, Mitch. Yeah, we see you. Yeah. I, I, I think I need a better prescription. But Jack E. Stroudsburg takes the field. Good set takes the field. All I got to say, it's time for football. I love football. I love calling it. I love everything about it. The atmosphere, there's not one open seat, though, Jack, anywhere here in Andre Reed Stadium. And I, I love it. I, I, think, I think when... when Kutztown fans show out. I think the Golden Bears just, there's something different working on their side. I think, I, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just something something different working on their side. And, and you gotta you gotta love it, Jack. You gotta love it. Well, you talk about home field advantage, and this fan base certainly knows how to give their Golden Bears the edge in that regard. Family day here at Andre Reed Stadium, like we've already mentioned, as the Golden Bears will get set to kick it away momentarily. Tough test for the Warriors coming into town. We'll get an early look at their offense. Now, the quarterback position has been one of question for them, not just, you know, not looking at their play, but looking at who is actually it's going to be. You, know, you look at last week, Charlie McKee got the star for them in that game, threw one pass in, at Lockhaven, came out of the game, and Sean McTaggart took him the rest of the way, playing quite well. So we'll see who will get the not a QB on their first drive. But let's be honest with ourselves, Jack. Third too deep for quarterback. Richard sophomore and a freshman. They're young. It's a young team. So 
It might be one of those things where, uh, do you remember with Lockheaven we saw Danny Sanchez? Booted away by Millar. That's going to be a touchback. That's going to put the Warriors out at the 25-yard line here to start things today. So it's looking like Sean McTaggart's going to be the starter, the redshirt sophomore for East Stroudsburg from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The Lampeter Strasburg grad, another uh, top tier high school football program in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Empty backfield for East Strasburg. Tyreek Lewis motions back into the backfield under center. Handed off on first down at the middle. Fights his way forward for a short gain. Now this is, uh, the, uh, I say this every broadcast, defense needs to make a statement right here. You need to you need to have a quick three and out. That's, the, I, I think if you get a quick three and out, that turns it immediately over to the offense. I think the main key to the game is Kutztown just has to stay in control. You can't can't let East Stroudsburg get into control. You need a quick three and out. Empty backfield. McTaggart's going to take it and run on a designed quarterback draws he's going to get bottled up after another short gain setting up round third down and seven it was work colligan who had the first down run but you saw mctaggart had the design qb run on that last play third down and six mentioned the golden bears have to control third down in this game as one of the keys to victory in this one an early chance to stifle this Warriors offense. Four out wide to McTaggart's right. Takes the snap. Thought about firing now. Tucks it down. Going to take a deep shot. And it is going to be caught. And dragged down at the Golden Bears 39-yard line is John Siggins, the junior from Allentown, Pennsylvania. The top wide out for the Warriors. A 33-yard hookup through the air and a new set of downs for the Warriors. And that was about an inch away from being a sack, uh, the quick three and out. So I liked the pressure. I, I liked it a lot. It was a it was almost a design blitz play, but the back stayed home, safety stayed home. It was just a, a missed coverage. Not a big deal. You're at, you're at their own 40. McTaggart looking down the near side. That is incomplete. Broken up by Antoine Lloyd. What a great job by Antoine Lloyd. So we saw that, right? One-on-one -on -one coverage. Now that could go one to two ways. You could either get beat off the ball or you stay right with him. Antoine Lloyd, it almost looked like he lost a step, but a quick swat takes it down. Now you're looking at a second down and 10. Now the biggest question is, do you air it out one more time? Do you keep it in that one-on-one -on -one coverage or do, you, or do you make it a zone coverage? That's the biggest question I would, I would say. But it looks like they're possibly going to go with a run here. Second down and 10. Hand off to the outside and going to be slung down at right around the 37. Was Tyrese Brandon, the wide receiver on that jet sweep. Third down and eight for the Warriors. Another chance for the Golden Bears to get a stop. 
but in no man's land, if the Warriors don't convert, you would expect them to go for it on fourth down. I want to go back to that first down play real quick. You look at the matchup between Thompson and Lloyd. Thompson's 6'4", Lloyd's 5'9", a clear height advantage on the outside there yeah. for the Warriors. Three wide receivers to McTaggart's left, one was right. Takes a snap, pulls oh, it down, yeah, off there the is. edge, evades a sack, dumps it down to Lewis on the screen, fights his way forward to the 32-yard line. That's a gain of six. It's going to set up a fourth and short. Fourth and three. As they had a chance to get McTaggart in the backfield Sorry again, but he's there. so elusive, he was just able to evade the sack and dump it down to his tailback Tyreek Lewis to get a positive gain. Fourth down and three. Warriors going forward as they're in no man's land at the 32. McTaggart in the gun, two receivers to his left. Takes a snap, looks over the middle. Fires caught down to the 21 yard line, wide open. In the middle of that zone was number 88 Tyrese Brandon. And that's just too easy for the Warriors offense. They just found that soft spot in the zone in the middle of the field. And they convert again to keep the drive alive. First and 10 from just outside the red zone. McTaggart's looked calm, cool, and collected in the pocket. Motion everybody inside. McTaggart takes a snap. Looks right, fires, caught it around the 15-yard line. He's going to be wrestled out of bounds as Brandon once again down at the 12. Justin Harris there on the tackle for the Golden Bears. So a couple of chances to get the defense off the field, unable to do so, and it looks like this Warriors offense has settled into a rhythm as they're now down inside the red zone here on their opening drive. Just... Their, their offense, their offense. We talked about them in the pregame show. They're, they look, they look solid. They, they want the quick start. Handoff up the gut. That's going to be to hear Mills, plunging his way down to the ten yard line for a gain of two. That's enough, That's enough for the first. Second down and eight. Excuse me, first and goal. As that was second down. So that gain of two on the second and one. Good for a new set of downs, sets up first and goal. Now it's just a matter of, can the Golden Bears make a, a, a good goal line stop? McTaggart looking to throw. Rolls out right. It's gonna be a flag, there's gonna be a hold. Gabe Gipley was getting absolutely manhandled and held there by an opposing offensive lineman. Yeah, I am in no means whatsoever. Any of us are in no means a official referee, but uh, that was most certainly a hold. Uh, okay, so that, so that was a hold on East Stroudsburg. That looked like it was on the right tackle, Zach Miller. So it's going to move him back to the 20. And playing against a quarterback like McTaggart, it's got to be so frustrating because just as you think you have him wrapped up for a sack, he's just able to spin away or use that 
you know, quick foot speed to get out of the pocket to take off and run. As he picked up two before that play was nullified for holding. Empty backfield. Another designed QB run. McTaggart burst up the middle. He'll fight his way down to the 13-yard line. Pick up seven. His footwork is just incredible. He 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 looks solid, and you can just see that burst he has. That first step, boom, shoots the hole right up the middle. He's a tough runner. His reads are just incredible, and to think that he wasn't even their starter to begin the season is almost almost unthinkable. Because I would put him as my starter any day of the week, Jack. So they've ruled him down at the twelve-yard line. Second and goal for the Warriors. A long first drive. Single receiver out to his left. They'll motion Thompson in. And there's a whistle. And a timeout. So with a timeout, we're going to take this time to send it down to Mitchell Smedley for a word from the sideline. Well, thank you, Mitch, for that quick word. Uh, Second down and goal from the 12. McTaggart, look at the throw, steps up, going to take off. Inside the 10, and he'll be wrapped up. Ball came free, but I believe they're going to say he was down by contact before the ball came loose. So set up third down and goal right around the 8. And that could have been tough real quick. It was East Stroudsburg that did take the time out. As now we're looking at a big third down. Now this is a stop that the Golden Bears defense needs. So we're looking at, so uh, the way it's designed here, they rush down the field, you gotta make a quick stop. If, even if you can manage only three, that would be nice. McTaggart looking to throw to the end zone. Caught, touchdown by Jonathan Post. On the near side of the front corner of the end zone. Beautiful throw from McTaggart. And the Warriors strike first. And they missed a penalty there big time. A missed push-off, but you got to expect some type of contact, but the real question is how much type of contact. So just that was, that was a tough one right there, Jack. That was tough. Extra point is up and good by Bartholomew. It'll make it 7-0 ESU. Now, Jack, here's the biggest here's the biggest question. I mean, we're looking at this right now. You give up seven early points. I mean, you know, you turn it over to the offense now. I mean, what, what, I mean, do you, now, what, what attack do you go with first? I mean, we talked about in the pregame show, their offense, their offensive attack is impressive. Their running attack is good. Their running back attack is good. So what do you, what would you go with here? Well, this is a stout run defense for East Strasburg. They're 12th nationally averaging, you know, allowed 68 yards per game. 
So, interesting to see how Kutztown goes about their use of the rushing game. Obviously, this is a balanced offense for, for KU, but we'll see what they go with. I mean, about to kick it off. going to be Ty Quintois back to kick it off. Excuse me, Ty Quintos. Booted away, short kickoff, fielded right around the six-yard line. That's going to be Sincere Thomas. Across the 30, stays on his feet, out across the 35, and finally knocked down at the 36-yard line. Nice job by Sincere Thomas, Jack. We talked about him a lot two weeks ago. Let's be honest. We, we talked about him a lot. We gave him so much praise because he deserves it. He was my nominee for KUR player of the game last week because of the impressive performance he, did, he had in the ground attack. So do I think that a lot of the offense is going to run through him? I personally think that a, a lot of the attack is going to run through Sincere. So we'll get our first look at Judd Novak and this Golden Bears offense as they trail 7-0 here early in this one, their first drive of the day. Novak looking to throw, taking a deep shot. Looking for Ravenel just out of the outstretched arm of the Golden Bears' top wideout. Looking to get that back in one play, and I like the aggressive mentality from the Golden Bears' offense. Second down and 10 from the 36. Now, I mean, the question is here, Jack, would you air it out again, try that same play? I mean, you were about maybe an inch or two off. You weren't that far off, but... Hasty motions into the backfield. They're going to hand it off to Jordan Davis. Up the middle, fights his way down to the 40 for a pickup of four. Sets up third down and six. Tackle made by number 52, Serge Belazor. Four-yard pickup brings up a third and six for the Golden Bears at their own 40. I mean, this is, Jack, this is one of those situations where you need a first down. I think you you have no other option. You, 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 have, to, you have to get a first down here. There's no question about it. Third down and six. Three receivers to Novak's left. Takes a snap. Looks over the middle. Got his man, Makai Gibson. For a first down, they're going to mark him down at the 40-yard line of the Warriors. So redshirt freshman to redshirt freshman for KU when they get a new set of downs. And I told you, Jack, they needed that first down. They needed it. They needed it bad. Um, and that was one of those situations that takes a snap, hands it off. Davis fights his way forward for a minimal gain of two down to the 38. Second and eight at the East 
And Jack, I think... Jack, we talked about this in the pregame show. East Stroudsburg, they are coming alive right now. Only on second down, but... They, I, I think Golden Bears just need one more. Novak takes a snap, rolls out left, getting flushed and getting sacked. There, there is by a Matthew flag. Davis. I'm so sorry to interrupt. There is a flag downfield in the there, secondary. It, it, it is going to be a holding on the defense. Um, it looked like on the far side, the receiver was just getting manhandled to the point that he was being held. So it is going to be an automatic first down and a hold on the Warriors. If I had to guess, at least. So we couldn't catch the number or the player that it was on, but... Yeah, yeah. the referee's having some trouble with his mic down on the field, but that's going to be... A defensive hold, it looked like you were right, Josh. They're going to spot the ball at the 29-yard line. So, sets up a first down for KU. Novak takes the snap. Getting flushed out right. Throws back for Ravenel and caught. Tipped, nearly wow. intercepted, and Ravenel with a diving catch to pull it in. What a play. And you could see on that play too, Jack, number 52, that, that is Sergi, Sergi Filizor. Almost had it, and can't believe that he did come down with the ball. That has to be frustrating. You almost come up with one of the biggest plays on defense so far, and you're just that close and just don't come up with it it's 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 tough tough well if you're Jim Clements you're also taking a sigh of relief not those kind of throws I want my quarterback throwing up very well could have been intercepted fellows were digging a hand on it but deflected it right to a diving Ravenel and a trick play here back to Ravenel left side of the field's wide open he's got a convoy and it'll be shoved out of bounds at the nine yard line So 11-yard play sets up first and goal at the nine. Kutztown looking to Ravenel early and often on this first drive. Throwing it to him, letting him run with it. Josh, you said KU needed to respond. They've looked good so far in this opening drive. Yeah, they need to come up with six here, Jack. You can't take three. Halfback screen to Davis, fights his way inside the five. Pickup of six down to the three. So you see Kutztown getting their playmakers out in space early and often in this one. Usually you see them kind of, at least against Mercy, or the last home game, ground and pound right up the middle. Hard fought for those yards. They're using a lot of screens. Things to get their players out in space and let them run with the football. Novak in the gun, second and goal. Handoff. Davis fights his way in for the touchdown. Three yard touchdown score for Jordan Davis, and Kutztown responds.
was a I, I told you Shaq that, that that's what they needed and I mean let's let's be honest with ourselves Jordan Davis one of the workhorses of this offense I I mean it, it's what they needed I I think now you got to turn it back over to the defense well you got to get the extra point here Evans on to attempt the PAT it's up it is good right through the middle tied up at seven with just over three minutes to go in quarter number one Andre Reed. A 64-yard touchdown drive for the Golden Bears offense. Knots this thing up at seven. We're going to send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. What an atmosphere on family day here so far. A tough-fought game throughout the first quarter, and we got dueling bands and student cheering sections. ESU has brought the heat. They have brought their friends, their fans, and it is loud on both sides of the stadium here. Quite the atmosphere, quite the game thus far. What a big third down play earlier on that drive. That's what set everything up, the trickery, the big plays, but it's exciting. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. Golden Bears gonna get set to boot it away. An impressive response for this offense. After the Warriors went down the field, a long drive, a long drive for them. Got in for six, but KU gets a touchdown drive of their own. Now, now like I said, Jack, you, you turn it over to the defense, right? So you give up a you give up a touchdown first drive, right? But it's about it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and it's more importantly how you respond. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Malar will boot it away, a line drive kick. That'll be good for another touchback. Put the Warriors out at the 25-yard line. So the Golden Bears defense back out on the field. Looking for better results than the first time around. And again, we mentioned they got to get off the field on third down. They got to get off. One of the best teams in the country at converting on third down, KU's got to turn the tie there. No, we know it's only one drive, but that's going to be huge because KU wants to control the time of possession as they've done so well through their first four games. And just get off the field and not let your defense get worn out like long drives that transpired from the first one. McTaggart designed QB run, snuffed out this time. And that's what that I was call. Nigel Wilson on the tackle. That is what I call an immediate correction right there at its finest. We saw it. So, right, we right, we talked about it. I, I mean, we talked about how they needed to correct. You, you did it right there. We talked about how elusive Sean McTaggart is. He, he was absolutely incredible last year when I saw him play. Absolutely incredible this year. So, it's it, that's, that's the first down. McTaggart takes the snap. Flushed out right. Wary chasing him down. McTaggart will just scamper out of bounds at the 25. Tyler Wary was the one in pursuit. So third down and nine for East Stroudsburg. A third and long. Big chance for KU to get off the field and get off the field quickly as a defense. Early on the Warriors' first drive, third down and six in their own end. They had a huge 33-yard pass play to their top wideout, Siggins. 
Four wide receivers to the left of McTaggart. Takes the snap. Getting hurried, rolls out to the right, fires down the middle of the field. Incomplete, actually had a chance for his man, Evan Roche. But could not come down with it and the Warriors are gonna be forced to punt. Big stop by the Golden Bears defense. That's what they needed right there. I'm, I'm telling you, Jack. They just needed one stop just to put defense in control. That that was it right there. Now, the biggest problem I have that's still on the table is just Sean McTaggart is absolutely elusive. He cannot be stopped. Now, the biggest problem is if he can't be stopped now when it gets down to that fourth quarter and, and they need a big stop, are they going to be able to come up? Bartholomew boots it away. It's a short punt. It's going to take a Warriors roll out of bounds at the 28-yard line, and that's where KU will take over. Josh, you mentioned adjustments, adjustments, and that's what Eric Fargo's group did. You saw it in that first play with that design QB run. They were all over it. But even on the third down play, I mean, you saw the adjustments. You saw a little bit of a lapse there as Roche was open to make that catch. He just could've, couldn't come down with he it. He could have easily made that catch, and that would have been probably the catch of the game right there. But I just want to make a small note. Do you know Devin Bartholomew is from your alma yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched him play in high school. He yeah. was our kicker, yeah. a grade ahead of me. Wow. Very good in high school, and that's transitioned over to the college game. First down and 10. Handoff for... Jaden Stewart, the sophomore from Newfield, New Jersey, he will fight his way down to the 33-yard line. Pick up a five on first down. And I mean, you, you turn it over to Daryl Davis making a One of the things we talked about last broadcast was just the running back attack isn't run through one player. It's not through two. It's not through three. It's it's through basically four. Daryl Davis, McNeil, Jordan Davis, Mikai Gibson, Stephen Burkhardt, throw his name in the mix. There's not, it, it, it's just an all-man attack. There's not one person that. Novak takes the snap. He's going to pull it and run, and he's going to get swallowed up. There by Deshaun McCarthy, the fifth-year senior from Philadelphia. So they're going to lose a yard on that play, setting up third down and six. So one of the things I'm noticing, Jack, about East Stroudsburg defense, they love the blitz. They they love it, man. They they I they love the blitz and they love to put a four man rush attack four five six. How many is that right now? That's at least they're gonna rush four right here probably. Mike Novak takes the snap, gonna dump it down to Stewart. He's got room to run out across the thirty five and fights his way all the way down to the forty five yard line. That's gonna be good for a first down. Great job by Kutzan to recognize the pressure was coming. Find their man Stewart. Pick up a new set of downs. That'll take us to the end of the first quarter from Andre Reed Stadium. Oh, your wow. score. East Stroudsburg 7. Step I, aside. I want to send it down to Mitch because we, we miss. I, I just want to. I mean, we have a lot of good experience up here in the booth, but he has a different perspective that I think adds a lot of good depth to our broadcast. So, Mitch, after one quarter. What have you been noticing down on the field? Katy Perry blaring in the background. It's been almost a party atmosphere uh, on both sidelines. A lot of excitement, a lot of uh, 
really the, the family vibe has come to fruition here on family day. You can tell there's a buzz in the air. There's a lot more people that don't often get to these games. Down here with the cheerleaders, the marching band, everyone's having a good time. So I'm enjoying myself, and I'd enjoy myself a little more if we could finish off this drive. Back up to you guys. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate that. I'm gl glad you're enjoying yourself. Just a quick question. How cold is it down there? It's not that cold today. Sure, It is so nice right now. The rain has stopped. We're getting some sunshine here and there. It's a beautiful day for football and for broadcasting some football. It's always a beautiful day for bracket broadcasting football but thanks mitch appreciate it start of the second quarter at andre reed stadium first down and 10 from the 46 for ku hand it back off to stewart wrapped up right at midfield pick up a four second down and six so we're seeing a heavy dose of Jaden stewart on this second drive whereas the first drive we saw a lot of Jordan Davis in the backfield for KU, and this is what Jim Clements and this coaching staff love to do. They love to, you know, have a plethora of guys in the backfield that they can rely upon at all points throughout the game. They, the, he, his offense just over the years has been just so diverse. It's not just one person. It's about... It's right back to Stewart on the ground. Big hole at the middle. Spins out of a tackle, and he will be wrestled down at the Warriors' 42-yard line. Pick up of eight, and that's going to be another Golden Bears first down. There it is. It's uh, it, just keep it moving. That's that's the biggest thing. You're, so right now you have East Stroudsburg on their heels, right? You're you're getting those first downs. You're gaining momentum. Now it's just a matter of you got to keep the momentum up. You got to keep up in the pressure. I wouldn't be shocked if they just aired it out here just for a big-time play because right now you're on first down. What do you got to lose? But then again, the defensive line for East Stroudsburg is just really solid. Right back to the ground. Stewart picks up a yard. Sets up second down and nine. Four wide receivers on the field. Ravenel and Hasty to the left. You have Gibson in the slot. And Andy Bates out wide to the right. Novak takes a snap, looks to throw. Floats it up near side. Ravenel couldn't come down with it. Good coverage there by Noah Hambrick, the redshirt junior from Parkville, Maryland, there for the Warriors. So third down and long for KU, and again, expect them to go for it on fourth down unless they take a sack here. They're a no-man's land at the Warriors' 41-yard line. And that's one of those situations, Jack. I'll, I'll take a one-on-one -on -one coverage every day of the week. I, I will, because like, like I talked about earlier, that could go one of two ways. Either gain a step or you lose a step. And I'm willing to take that 50-50 shot any day of the week, any hour of the week, any minute of the week. I'll take it, but not, not, not the worst throw. Burkhart motions out. They're going to throw it to him. Fighting his way forward and getting down to the 31-yard line. That's enough for the first. There you so go. So a 10-yard gain to Steven Burkhart. 
Steven was an absolute pleasure to talk with last year. He was a, a resident in the building I work as, as a CA, and he was an absolute pleasure to have many numerous discussions about football with, and he is just a workhorse. I, I, I remember saying, watch out for him in the next coming years. He is going to be an absolute unstoppable force on the offense, and he's shown why. First and 10 from the 31. Novak down the field one-on-one, -on -one, overshot his man, Hasty. Didn't develop quite the way the Golden Bears were hoping to. Novak looked like he wanted to throw it almost immediately, but the route didn't progress quite as fast as the Golden Bears would have hoped. Just floated it down the field and no harm, no foul. Incomplete. And I mean, I would prefer that play on a, tight, on a first down rather than a third down. I, I personally would. I, I know you would too. I know everyone would. It, it wasn't a bad idea. It just, you missed him by about five yards. Novak takes the snap. And tipped and intercepted. It was looking for Hasty. Threw it just behind him, got a hand on it. And picked off by Noah Hambrick. And that's one that Judd Novak wants back. Had Hasty down the seam. Just a hair off line and a hair behind him, and that is ultimately what altered that play. Tipped and picked off down all the way at the two-yard line. You mentioned the early downs are where you can take your risks. They did there, Josh, and it didn't pay off. Yeah, um, I kind of had a feeling there might be that one play that might get intercepted. Uh, there were a couple close ones, and just that one just unfortunately did not pay off. And you gotta remember, Judd's only a redshirt freshman, sophomore. He, he's a young, he's a young kid. Um, Handoff up the gut, fighting his way forward down to the five is Tamir Mills. That's just a back-breaking turnover there, Josh. You know you're yeah, close to going in for nice points. Stuff. You're at the Warriors 31-yard line, and an interception just kills the drive. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the first to say that. That that's a that's one of those tough pills to swallow. Um, I'll be I'll I'll be honest. Um, but you know you take those risks in football, and sometimes they pay off, sometimes they don't. Um, Another run for Mills out across the ten. Trucks his way down to the thirteen yard line, pickup of eight, and that is good for a Warrior first down. C.J. Brown and Jalen DeVos combined to make the tackle there. Now it's time for the Kutztown defense to do, to make a really good stop here, right? So momentum is going in the favor of East Chadsburg. Momentum, momentum wins football games. Let's be honest with ourselves. And can heavily influence the, uh, the way yeah. a game breaks. Yeah. Check down underneath. It's going to be hauled in by Randy Pfizer. Pfizer, the Wagoner transfer. Coming from the Division One FCS level to play for East Stroudsburg. So it's a pickup of three, second down and seven. McTaggart rolls out right, he'll just check it down to Mills. 
Great job by Cam Wolf to yes. break down, wrap him up, and then a pack of Golden Bears come in for reinforcements to make sure Mills is brought to the ground. Cam Wolf, the Governor Mifflin product. And Wolf has been one of those uh, key, key uh, aspects on the Golden Bears defense for about two and a half years now, I would say, Jack. We've seen him numerous times, and he is just a, a, a force to be reckoned with. Great, great read by Wolf to stay home. He, he, he could see that, the, that it was probably coming his way. Stayed home. And a great job to wrap him up. Third down and four. They're going to hand it off to Mills. Nowhere to go. But somehow fights through. And is finally wrapped up. And a late flag flies. From behind the play, Drew Henser was in there to make the tackle. So a sideline warning going to be called on Kutztown here. So it's a two-yard gain, not enough to get the first, and the Warriors back out to punt for the second time today. Devin Bartholomew, the Schnecksville, Pennsylvania native. Where even is that? I've never heard of that. That's actually... Is that where you're from? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Bartholomew boots it away. Back to receive is Lloyd out across the 40, and he'll be ripped down at the 43, and another late flag comes in here. So we'll get the word on that penalty marker. going to be a, a, I think a, a helmet to helmet because th they did this Jack so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's what that means um, or at least I think I, I, I don't know though it, all I got to say Jack it, it, it would be really really nice to have the the um, so personal foul on KU that's going to back them up all the way to their own 20 yard line so completely changes his drive. They were supposed to start right around 40. the 40 yard line. Yeah, and they back they go. Novak takes the snap, handoff Davis to the left. There he goes. He's got a hole out across the 25, and he will be knocked out of bounds at the 30 yard line. Pickup of 10. Should be good for a Golden Bear first down. Just one of those plays they've needed. So we talked about it. And it is. They signal first down. Momentum not working in their way. Penalty. Obviously, they, that would have given them a really, really good field position. So you can't control the pass, right? You can't. That's just how that works. So it's all about a matter of how you respond. That response by Jordan Davis was what they needed. He's one of the, the big leaders on the offense. And show him why. First down and 10. Right back to Davis. He's going to be bottled up. After a minimal gain. Zero, 
So Deshaun Dixon and Darren Blackwell combined to bring Davis down there for the Warriors. Sets up second down and nine. Four wide receivers on the field, three to the right. Ravenel, the lone receiver to Novak's left. Jordan Davis in the backfield. Hasty motions to the left side. Novak takes the snap. Fires to the right. Miscommunication between him and Gibson as he just completely overshot his man. And that's going to set up a third and long. So both of these offenses had really good opening drives to the game. But ever since, it's been a little bit disjunct from both of these teams as they've struggled to move the ball ever since. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of, of three and outs. Uh, it's a low-scoring affair. 7-7, 7-39 left to play in the second quarter. Um. It's been it's been a low scoring game. Not not much going on. I'll say that. Uh, not a good amount of stuff. Third down and nine from their own thirty one. Novak fires incomplete. Was looking for Lanique Preston. So a three and out for KU and that personal foul that set him back to the 20. Really paid dividends. They had gotten a first down after that, but could not convert on the next set of downs. So Malachi Bowman will be back to receive the punt for East Stroudsburg. I mean, Nathan Millard to kick it away. Bowman will take it at the 32. And I'll get wrapped up after a couple yards, but a late penalty marker flies. Now, I'm wondering what that flag could even be about. I, I normally have a good idea of what it's about. This one, I'm interested to see. So our game officials will convene, talk it over. Hopefully we await a word on who the penalty will be on. Justin Harris was was motioning that it's it's going to be on East Stroudsburg, but I mean sometimes you want to influence their decision. I mean, so so it's a legal block in the back on East Stroudsburg. Ten yard penalty will put him back at the twenty two, and that's where East Stroudsburg will take over. And we talked about Jack in the pregame show how um, East Stroudsburg doesn't commit a lot of penalties. That's a costly one right there. Um, that's one they didn't need. But then again, I mean, it, 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 there have been a good amount of penalties that we don't really see Kutztown commit that many them, themselves. Yeah, that's going to be a false start. So make it a first down at 15 as the Warriors just keep backing themselves up here. Supposed to start at the 32, legal block in the back. That's a 10-yard penalty and a false start. That's 15 yards of penalties before they've even run a play on this drive. Yeah, that's that's tough right there. I mean, and you know it's going to be a false start when everyone on the Kutztown bench thinks it's a false start. That's a pretty good giveaway, if I could say so myself. So, yeah, 15 yards of, of penalties doesn't help. Um, McTaggart under center. Fakes the handoff. Rolls out left, 
fires over the middle. That's going to be caught. A flag comes in as they found their man, John Siggins. Siggins is a little slow to get up, but he's going to be coming right off the field here. As he's in some discomfort. Hopefully Siggins is okay. This is their third convening of today. At this point, maybe they're, this point, maybe they're trying to figure out where they want to get some supper after the game. Uh, but I, I, Jack, this is not good. Uh, that is three penalties in the in the span of one play. Jack, did you catch what the penalty was? I I didn't. Our referees had some issues with his microphone. As soon as he starts to announce the penalty, keeps cutting out. It's going to be called illegal touching on East Stroudrick. So Siggins must have gone out of bounds and then been the first warrior to touch the football. Jack, do I feel a little... So that's a 10-yard penalty. It's going to put him all the way back at the 12-yard line for I've, second down. I've never even heard of that. Is that like one of those new penalties they came up with in the offseason? No, I've, no. I've, legal touching has been around. I've, you just don't see it called very often. Okay, all right. That that might be why I've I've never seen it. It's interesting. Handoff up the middle, minimal gain. There for Tyreek Lewis. We mentioned him in the pregame. He has not had a huge impact on this one. Okay, so Jack, I, I mean. Right now, you're you're looking at a, a third and 19. Okay, so it's a one-yard game for Lewis. So right right now, so Cutsa needs to stop. Right, it, it can't be that hard. We talked about gotta get off the field. McTaggart takes the snap. Gonna be flushed left, fired underneath, incomplete. Was looking for his tight end Jonathan Post, who caught the Lone Warriors touchdown incomplete. By the way, there was another hole. Wilson was being held there. They didn't call it. Wouldn't yeah. have much mattered anyways. It was uh, incomplete, setting up fourth and 19. So Bartholomew on for his third punt of the day. But, I mean, Jack, we I, we talked about in the pregame show how East Stroudsburg limits their penalties. It, it, it sure isn't looking like that right now. Now you're punting from your own end zone. That could end really bad really quick. Bartholomew boots it away. Lloyd back to return. He'll take it from the 41. Cuts back. Evades a tackler, but gets hit hard. There by Raymond Simmons, the fourth. So Kay will take over throw 47. We're going to take this time to send it down to Mitchell Smedley on the sideline. Thank you, Jack. Well, you guys have touched on it. It's been a little bit of a hot and cold for the offenses in the first half here. And you can attribute that maybe to the weather. It's cooled down a little bit, but also to some of those jitters. The defenses maybe weren't up to par. They've settled in, though. But Novak, after that interception a couple drives ago, he came off screaming a few expletives, and it showed uh, he's a little bit rattled on that last drive. Didn't complete a pass. Back up to you guys. We'll, we'll stay focused on that. Thank you, Mitch. First down and 10. Now it's about the 45-yard line there for KU. That was Jordan Davis on the run. Yeah, 
So two-yard gain for Davis sets up second down and eight. So Jack, uh, I mean, I hate to I hate to bring this up, but you're about 5:48 left to go in in the first half, right? Yeah, you're on offense right now. So this is the weird time you you have to run out the clock, but you need to get a score. You need to end the half on a high note, and not to mention you get the ball to start the second half. So. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the Golden Bears offense responds. Right back to Davis. He'll get to midfield, but a flag flies. So another penalty marker down. A lot more of those in the second quarter. And I think I know a topic of discussion for both of these coaches, uh, Jack, for halftime. And it's going to be you got to you got to limit the penalties, man. You got you to limit them. I mean, it just. There's going to be a hold on KU. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty. Going to back it up and make it a second and 18. So you're seeing both of these teams really with some self-inflicting wounds by taking penalties and really backing themselves up behind the chains. And that's really been something that's not customary for KU so far through their first four games. One of the teams, or one of the country's best in limiting penalties. But a couple of costly ones here in the first half. Empty backfield, check it down to Jordan Davis. Fights out of a tackle, steps out of bounds at the 45-yard line. So they'll get those 10 yards back that they lost on the hold, setting up third down and eight. So Noah Hambrick, a name we've been talking, it's been mentioned quite a lot today, was the one who came up with that interception thrown by Novak. So now we're looking at, at an interesting spot, Jack. You're, you're at a third down and eight. So this is, I hate to say, but this this is honestly one of those must-convert plays. Uh, you need to convert. Third down and eight. Novak takes a snap. Floats it down the near sideline. Caught by Hasty. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, KU. Caden Hasty. Well, Josh, you said it was a must-convert. And KU not only converted, but they scored a touchdown. That was one they absolutely needed. We talked about momentum. That is going to put a lot of momentum in Clintstown's favor. Not only to finish this first half, but to take it into the third quarter. We talked about how Judd Novak, you gave up that interception. It's not how you start, it's how you respond. I almost think that the Gold Bears are listening to our broadcast because they're taking all of our, all of our advice that we give. Evans off for the extra point attempt. Up and through. 14-7 KU. A 55-yard touchdown strike from Judd Novak to Caden Hasty. It was one-on-one -on -one coverage, and Hasty won that battle. But not only beating his man, but going straight to the end zone. Huge play for KU in the late stages of this second quarter with about four and a half minutes to go until halftime. But Josh, you mentioned they needed to score to take that advantage before going into the break. They've done that. Plenty of time for East Strasburg to respond, but KU has the edge. 
Yeah, but Jack, I want to take a second to send it back down to Mitch. Mitch, what's going on, my friend? What do we got down there? Josh, that was electric. Hasty going right across, right in front of uh, me, Abby, and James are gathered here on the near sideline, and he went streaking down the sideline right in front of us. What an electric lightning bolt for Andre Reed Stadium. That was on third down, too. What a big play. That should get the confidence back for Novak. Look, look for him to be much more of a weapon as we head on into the second half with these last four minutes of the first. Thank you, Mitch. 4.28 to go in the first half. KU up 14-7. Last drive capped off by a 55-yard Caden Hasty touchdown. Just the big play that KU needed. Their offense was... Stall a little bit, but they found it there with that huge play through the air it's, for six. It's a bend not break attitude, Jack. So Lard getting ready to boot it away. Taking it at the three-yard line there by Justin Cook out across the 25. And it'll be ripped down at the 27. That could have, yeah, uh, I, I think a couple of us were thinking the same thing. That could have ended really, really bad. They're really uh, quick. Um, Noah Kenzie going head-to-head -head with an own Kutztown defender. It wasn't intentional. It was purely by mistake, but that could have ended really bad. We're going to have to see if uh, Noah Kenzie comes back in the game. It looks like he has his helmet off right now in his hand. Smiles all around in. It was a close call, but I think we can... Yeah, just got tackled a little bit awkwardly on that play, but good to see Pierce. Okay, first and 10 for the Warriors from their own 28. McTaggart looking to throw, and he's going to get sacked. Gabe Gipley. And Tyler Wary, the man himself. Jack, we talked numerous times, time in, time out, about the leadership of both not only the offensive side, more importantly, the defensive side. A lot of leadership, and mainly Tyler Ware. He is one of those big leaders returning for his third year. The last year we get to see him, and he is showing off why he is taking everything, taking nothing for granted, excuse me. He wants to put his name out there, and that was a big stop they most certainly needed. Second down and 20. McTaggart's got nothing. He'll just shovel it underneath. to his tight end, Dawson Stewart. Play looked like it just fell apart right from the beginning. McTaggart, multiple pump fakes. Didn't look like he knew where to go with the football until his tight end popped open right underneath. So pickup of six, sets up third down and 14, a chance for KU to quickly get off the field as the defense and put the offense right back out on the field to get some insurance. But you gotta get off the field here first. Looks like they're only rushing three. Dropping eight. McTaggart. It's got all day. Looking down the near side. Picked Intercepted. Off. Intercepted by Ayami Adoga. So Ayami Adoga comes up with the interception. The junior from Clementon, New Jersey. A severely underthrown pass from McTaggart. And KU's defense. Catches in. They forced five turnovers a week ago at Shepard. They forced their first today. That'll set themselves up at their own 41-yard line. 
You could just see that was gonna end bad. You could just see downfield that it was gonna end bad. So, right, you put him on a two-on-one coverage. That, that, that's never ideal. That's never ideal. I would never take that. So Aduga was just lingering there, and it's never good when a DB for a quarterback when a DB is just gonna camp under the ball to catch it like it's a fair catch on a punt. Picked off, and KU sets themselves up a good field position. Novak on the design QB run. Out to the 44-yard line for a gain of three. So with 2.45 and counting here in the first half, big opportunity for Kutztown to add to their lead. Now you have the momentum in your way, right, Jack? So we got 2.30 left to play in the first half, right? It's, it's one of those moments now that, oh, no. Penalty markers fly. Both sides pointing at each other. No, you move first. And no, you move first, say the Jack, other side. Jack, th I think at this point in these conversations, I would probably start figuring out what I'm going to do for halftime for food-wise or what I'm going to do after the game. But there's just been so many penalties. Like Now, now, now J Jim Clements is out on the field saying it's an offside against the defense. East Stroud's now we're pointing East Stroudsburg's way. Now Kutztown's clapping. Offsides. So it is going to be an offsides five-yard penalty on East Stroudsburg. So second down and three for KU. Three wide receivers on the field. Ravenel, the lone man to Novak's left. Gibson in the slot and Hasty out wide on the right. For the design quarterback run. Novak makes a couple men miss and he will scratch and claw for all of those two yards that he picked up out to midfield. Sets up a third and short. Yeah, this is one of those must-convert plays. Uh, if I were Jim Clements, I'd probably call a timeout right about now. You're 143 left to play. You're at you're at midfield, right? So so you want to go you, you want to get six here. Uh, let's be honest with ourselves. Um, I think this is four down territory. Third and one for midfield. If, you know I'm going to run it here. If I don't get it and I don't lose a lot of yardage. I'm going for it again on fourth down. I'm confident in my you know my guys to get a yard and two downs. Davis gets a yard and. Picks up three total yards, and that's going to be good for KU first down. Needed one, they get three. Keep the drive alive. Yeah, and I mean, uh, that, that's one of those plays they need. You, you, need a, you need a yard. I mean, uh, obviously I'm going to go with the run every day of the week. But now I got to – now if I if, if I were the offense, I'd probably start, start to air. I'd, I'd probably start to hit the air. No back. Takes a snap. Fires to Ravenel. Caught at the 41. He'll go out of bounds at the Warriors' 40-yard line. So, Hambrick, the one to knock him out of bounds. Pick up of eight on first down. Sets up second and short. An efficient drive for KU. Just chewing off time. 63 seconds to go till halftime. Plenty of time and all their timeouts. Four wideouts on the field. Novak drops back. Flushed out to the right. Being chased down. Fires 
to his man coming back to the ball. They'll rule it incomplete. Luke Zabo, the intended target there. Another right third down and two. It's a very young receiver room. For yep. K, you have Makai Gibson, Sincere Thomas, who's gotten some action. But also you have that blended two of you know upper class. We have Curtis Ravenel and I like the and Caden Hasty, who are like both freshman seniors. I like the blend too because you're going to graduate obviously a good amount of pieces this year. You're going to graduate more next year. So you know the the biggest concern I always have is how are you going to replace them? And now that you're giving them experience here, I think you third and two, fakes the handoff, fires to Hasty, caught first down and more, down to the 32 yard line. Mentioned Ravenel. He's a graduate student, not a redshirt senior. Hasty is the redshirt senior. KU's going to call their first timeout. Here with 50 seconds to go in the half. We're going to get a quick word from Mitchell Smedley. Has showed immense drive and stability with their defense in this first half. Uh, just that first drive for ESU. That's all. That's it. Uh, coming into halftime in a big game against an undefeated squad. Uh, halftime, Kutztown looking to be up two scores if all goes well. So, really an impressive statement half for Kutztown. Just trying to add to some of those uh, offensive numbers. Back up to you guys. Well, thank you, Mitch. We appreciate that word. I would say, Jack, I, I, I like, I, I love having sideline reporter. Um, I mean, we have a lot of good perspective up here. We could, we have a, a good bird's eye view, but I, I mean, Mitch, Mitch. It's a completely different environment yeah, down on the absolutely. field. Absolutely. So it's just great to get that perspective. And Mitch does such a great job, job excuse me, giving insight on what it's like absolutely. down on the sidelines. So third down and two, or excuse me, first and ten from the 32 with 50 seconds to go. So that last one before the timeout was a hasty first down. Going right back to hasty, but incomplete as Novak spiked that one into the turf. And, I mean, you have 47 seconds left to play. Let's be honest here, Jack. So, you're, you're at, I would say, me personally, decent field goal range. I don't really know. I've seen Dawson Evans hit a 40-plus in, in high school. I have. I think you need a couple more yards to feel comfortable sending yes, out the field goal unit yes, at least. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's. I would say getting to the 25, maybe more. Then you feel comfortable sending out that field goal unit if I'm Jim Clements. Novak takes the snap, looks left. One-on-one -on -one down the near side for Ravenel. Incomplete. No flags. Is a lot of contact there, but none that warrant a penalty marker. Is that was Noah Hambrick in coverage again. It's been such a key piece of this Warriors defense, and it's been involved quite a lot in the first half. Yeah, and and just just uh, coming coming back coming back to this topic, Jack. The the just I would take that one on one coverage every day of the week. I I don't know about you guys, I would a hundred and ten percent every day of the week. But it, it, you need I I mean I I personally don't think it was a penalty contact from both sides. Not Empty go. backfield, third and ten. Novak takes the snap, fires over the middle. That's going to be caught. Down to the 25-yard line. I think you got to go for it. I'd Nick go Lavenguth. for it. So a timeout taken by KU with 33 seconds left in the half. That leaves That'll them be with, their second timeout. It leaves them with one. 
Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I would go for it. Um, right now you're looking at 4th and 2. Um, I... No, 4th and 3, excuse me. I like taking the... I would take the gamble... Because, let's be honest with yourself, if you don't get it, you're already up by one score. You get the ball to start the second half. Number two, if you give the ball to East Stroudsburg, you give it to you give it back to the meta at the 25. They have to go all the way down the field in about 30 seconds, which I don't think is possible. I've seen crazier things in football. It, I'll just say this, it's going to be tough. So, I mean... It looks like they're going to take the game. Well, I would. T- I, I don't know about you guys. I would take it. I would. Well, the offense is going to stay out on the field. Jim Clements elects to agree with your analysis of the situation here, Josh, and go for it on fourth and three from the 25-yard line. And whistles come in. So East Stroudsburg is going to call their second time out of the half. They want to discuss things over further, make sure they have the correct defensive personnel out on the field. This is a huge down late in the first half for East Stroudsburg. If you can get off the field, you get your offense another look here with not a whole lot of time, but at least get your offense back out on the field. But for Kutztown, if you convert here, you put yourself further into what they perceive as their field goal range. Also, depending on how many yards you get, also set yourself up, you know, to be aggressive and go for six. Yeah, I, 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 I would have taken that timeout. Um, it's a smart timeout by East Stroudsburg. Oh, oh, 100%. timeouts don't carry 100%. over. You got to use them. You, you don't take them home with you. I'll, I, th- that's a statement I use a lot in basketball. Do, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always say you can't take the fouls home with you. So, it, it, you really can't. That's the reality right here. Um, and it gives you a little bit more time to game plan. So, right, you know they're going to... You didn't know if they were going to go for it. You now know they were going to go for it. Smart timeout. Now it's going to be interesting to see. With the second timeout, that's about a, a minute, about at least a, a minute just to talk it over. So, 33 seconds to go in the half. Fourth and three and a flag flies. It's going to be a false start on KU. It's probably going to be on Sincere Thomas. And that's a crusher. So it goes from fourth and three to fourth and eight. Now back at the 30. Still going to keep the offense out on the field. But this conversion just became that much tarter. Yep. Like we both went with different words there to describe the situation. Yeah, that, that was interesting. I like that. That will be a moment we'll never be able to do again probably. But I, I don't know. This is going to be tough here. Fourth and eight. Novak takes the snap. Faces some heat. Gets out of it, checks it down to Davis. Nobody there on the right side to the 25, and he will get out of bounds at the 23. Oh, they're not going to give him the first down. They might not give him the first down, Jack. And I'm not sure why Davis is going out of bounds. It's a turnover on downs. I am perplexed. I can't believe it. They didn't give it. Jordan Davis unnecessarily goes out of bounds. No. You. 
Fourth down, you gotta fight for extra yards. You can't be willingly running running out of bounds unless you are a hundred percent sure you got to the line to gain and got the first down. That's unbelievable. The chain gang out on the field, a yard short of the line to gain. It'll be a turnover on downs. Seven yard gain, they needed eight yards. As Davis had room to get another yard and pick up the first down, but decided to run out of bounds. Seemingly unaware, unaware of the line to gain, or he might have thought he had it and just could run out. Clearly a yard short, turnover on downs, and ESU will take over with 25 seconds. Designed QB run, McTaggart tucks it. Not gonna get much. Out to the 24. Heil there on the tackle. And East Stroudsburg are just gonna be content to let the time run. Under 10 seconds to go. But, and I, I, I mean, just, it wasn't They'll be necessary. coming off the field. That's gonna take us to halftime. We've hit triple zero. Your score at the break. KU 14, East Stroudsburg 7. I want to send it down to Mitch real quick because I saw right after that play, Mitch was right in the action of Jordan Davis. So he, he gets some good insight. So, Mitch, can you can you talk about what you were hearing on the bench or what you were seeing? Yeah, Josh, the Kutztown sideline was, A, perplexed at how he didn't get the spot. They seem to think that the spot was wrong on that fourth down play. And also just pure stunned silence that uh, Jordan Davis went out of bounds. Uh, they had timeouts in their pocket they could have used if he was concerned about a, a clock issue. Uh, they needed a, a fourth down conversion there, and, and he was not forced. I mean, he could have fought through and gotten more yardage. Everyone on the Kutztown sideline was absolutely stunned. They still go up, up seven uh, at the half, and they'll get the ball, but really a strange situation. Back up to you guys. Well, thank you, Mitch. And Jack, he, he worded it perfectly. Uh, just it wasn't unsure on the spot. Um, it, I, I personally thought it was, it was up for ter interpretation. I personally thought it was. Um, but You it, just can't go out of bounds yeah, here unless yeah, you know yeah. you have the first down. I mean, that's just it, – it's baffling to me that that can happen. Yeah. But you, know, you have to know the, the down and distance, the line to gain. It's fourth down, and you're just going to run out of bounds. I mean – yeah, I, I just, it's, it just doesn't make sense to me there. But you know, you got to shake it off. Ku goes into and, the break with the lead up fourteen seven. And Jack, I'll give you the option right here. Do you want to do the halftime show now? Because I I don't know if I want to step away. There's so much to talk about at that half that I really don't even want to wait. Do you want to step aside? We can. Okay, well, he's up fourteen seven. Let's just get right into the halftime report here on KUR touchdown league going into the break. We mentioned they've got the ball; they will get the ball. Excuse me, coming out of the break to start the second half. You know, they had a chance to, to tack on and failed to do so by not getting that fourth down and eight conversion. Really, I mean, it was disappointing to see that for sure. But overall, you know, a pretty solid first half, especially defensively. East Stroudsburg marched down the field on their first drive, got in for a touchdown, but was held off the scoreboard ever since due to some very strong defense from Kutztown, but also some self-inflicted wounds by the Warriors. A lot of penalties taken that backed themselves up and put Kutztown's defense in some favorable spots. So, Josh, what did you make of that first half, especially defensively for KU? The defense looks solid. I mean, anytime you give up only a touchdown in a half, that's, that's, a, that's a solid, solid, solid half. Uh, let's be honest with ourselves. Um, 
but it, it was something that just they could never really uh, get Sean McTaggart. They just couldn't. And I mean, that speaks to the just the toughness of them. And I mean, it, it, it's it's not much, but I mean, I I think there were a lot of things working in both offenses' favor that really um, really weren't good. A lot of a lot of penalties. Let's be honest with ourselves. A lot. Uh, so it wasn't a clean half of football on both sides of the ball. It w- it wasn't clean at all. But sometimes that happens. It's not about how how you play sometimes. It's about how the adversity you work through. There's a lot of adversity you have to work through football. And that's in anything. But I, th- I think on both sides of the ball, both teams, they work through adversity great. I mean, it, it, I gotta say, this is probably one of the best games Kutztown and East Stroudsburg have played of the year. They, they Both teams, besides the penalties, they looked good. They, they looked good. And these two teams have played tight matchups over the course, you know, of the past two seasons. The last two games between these two schools was both decided by one score. I didn't think we came into this one expecting anything different today. It was going to be hard fought, going to be gritty, and whoever comes out on top in the next 30 minutes to be decided is going to have to do it the hard way. I mean, nothing's going to be given to, to either side here in this one. So this first half kind of shook out the way we expected for the most part. But, you know, Kutztown, the question was going into this game, how would they answer the challenge of that tough East Stroudsburg rushing attack and they've stifled it very very well 13 carries for the Warriors only 33 yards it's averaging 2.5 yards per carry so really great job from this Kutztown front to really control the line of scrimmage and not allow the Warriors to be able to you know get much running room at all yeah just a great great job from the Golden Bears defense I mean we talked about how how many weapons East Stroudsburg brings with them, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. And they just, just Kutztown, I mean, we talked about in the pregame show how they only give up an average, a game of 19 and three quarters of a point. It would be nice to give that 20. But, I mean, it, they, they look, Kutztown's defense looks solid. Now it's just going to come down to a matter of, can they finish this game? It's not about playing a half. It's not about playing two quarters. It's about playing four quarters. I I I love the saying play play sixty minutes of football. I mean I mean it's it's what it comes down to. Whoever can play a solid sixty minutes worth of football. And I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be impressive to say the least. I, I mean I, I am ready for uh, a shocking finish. Mark my words, this is going to be shocking. Sets up to be a good finish here for Kutztown and East Stroudsburg in this thrilling matchup after 30 minutes. KU up 14-7. to Before we step aside, I want to look at the KU passing game. Not a you know, whole lot of efficiency going on there, but the big play was the 55-yard touchdown to Caden Hasty on the near side that we got a really good look at. You know, spreading the ball around, there's been seven completions by quarterback Judd Novak, and six different receivers have hauled in the ball. The only receiver with multiple receptions was Jordan Davis, who has two for 16 yards. But that 55-yard touchdown play to Caden Hasty was a monumental play in this first half, and it's the difference going into the break. Yeah, it, it was it was a great, great catch by Caden Hasty. That was something they needed. We talked about that. That was monumental. Uh, but just it was tough. They tough to see that they just could. Not not finish, and I mean it was, 
it w that that spot was controversial. I I won't say it wasn't, but I mean, in my personal opinion, Jordan Davis, you, you can't. I, I get you need to preserve time. I get I get it, but you, you can't do that. You, you just can't. That's costly, and I mean it it's it's tough. It is, but you know it's you, you go to the half fourteen seven. You live and you learn. All right, well. We are going to step aside. We'll be back for the start of the second half here from Andre Reed Stadium. Your score, Kutztown 14, East Stroudsburg 7. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. Am too, am too. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food, because 40% of all food in the US never gets eaten. Save the food, cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Today might be the day I drop out of school. Today could be the last day I try. My parents alone can't stop me. My friends can't even stop me. But you might be able to. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. If someone had helped me earlier, I might not be struggling. And studies prove that kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. And United Way is calling for you to be one of them. Because it takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between me becoming one or the other could be you. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now. Okay, just remember what I showed you. Yep, there was a bunny who had one big ear and another big ear. They looped a looped, made a bow, and the bunny hopped away. I did it! Oh, good job, kiddo. Now let's tie your other shoe. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one 877 dad or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey Smokey said, I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. More than 100 million animals are illegally killed each year. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife, but it's just one of the risks animals face. Pervasive and unprecedented destruction of their habitat threatens their very existence as development encroaches on our nation's remaining open spaces. The best way to protect wildlife is to protect the land on which they live. When we make their land safe and protect it from development, we help keep animals from extinction and defend fragile ecosystems. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust works with private landowners to protect wildlife by preserving natural habitats and establishing permanent sanctuaries. Curbing habitat loss is a daunting task, but one that must be undertaken to ensure that wildlife have the wild places they need to survive and thrive in perpetuity. To learn more, call 1-800-729-SAVE, that's 1-800-729-SAVE, or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Jesse. Let's go, guys. Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up? <laughs> of course. I I knew that. Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, jinx. <laughs> did you guys know that friendly children have more friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music? Everyone knows that. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah pretty obvious yeah so obvious oh hey guys did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid but they're not huh i didn't know that i'm pretty sure i knew that i'm pretty sure you didn't parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected brought to you by the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. 
A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. To a Boy Scout, it's not about earning a badge. It's about the unforgettable experiences had along the way. It's about taking on the great outdoors and respecting nature. It's about working with friends, learning how to build a robot, and finding self-confidence on the zip line. Because while the badges are awesome, the lessons learned and the friends made are the true rewards. See how once-in-a-lifetime experiences can lead to a lifetime of success at BeAScout.org. Scouting. Prepared for life. Take a moment and see if you can guess what I'm doing. I'm getting healthy by walking. Walking daily has tons of health benefits, managing weight, lowering cholesterol and blood pressure, and improving your overall mood. So, whether it's around your neighborhood or over your lunch break, just take a walk. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Will Rogers Institute, since 1936. Today might be the day I drop out of school. Today could be the last day I try. My parents alone can't stop me. My friends can't even stop me. But you might be able to. With United Way, you could tutor me, be my mentor, or volunteer to just read with me. If someone had helped me earlier, I might not be struggling. And studies prove that kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. And United Way is calling for you to be one of them. Because it takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between me becoming one or the other could be you. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council on the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue. 
which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing Adopt on the US ride. Kids presents what to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. What is that? Oh, that? It's my time machine. Does it work? Sure. Just hit this button. Whoa! Dinosaurs. Cool. Or we can go here. Hey, that's Napoleon. Me. Or we can go to the future. Wow. Hey, you have this nice house. Do I have a nice house? No, you didn't save any money, always spent it on vacations and stuff. If only there was a way I could go back in time and correct that bad habit. Yep. Okay, the time machine is not real, but the saving thing is. Get in the habit of putting some of your money in savings each week through a 401k, savings account, or financial investments. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy tips on saving, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. What does this crazy little button do? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a Football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me. I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutzenny University. Back for the second North half Kutzenny. as the Golden Bear is set to receive. Ravenel takes it out across the 20, and he will be flung down. At the 24, and that's where KU will set up shop to start the second half. 14-7, to 7, the Golden Bears lead. 
A strong first half highlighted by a 55-yard Caden Hasty touchdown. As that's the difference at this juncture of the game, Josh. Yeah, and Jack, now we find ourselves with offense back out on the field, right? So not this, not the ending they wanted in the first half, but it's not how you sort of tell you what. It's how finish. You finish. So, and and I mean, there was a lot to talk about in that half. So I'm re I'm ready to see the adjustments that the Golden Bears have made. It's going to be interesting to see what type of of attack they take here, take here. Excuse me. Do they take the running or the passing? First down and ten. Davis. Gets himself out to the 26, a pickup of two. Looked like there might have been some players down on the play, but just slow to get up. So a two-yard gain for Davis, second down and eight. Here in the early stages of the third quarter. If you're just joining us, Kutztown out in front in this dogfight between these two PSAC Eastern Division foes from Andre Reed Stadium. The second home game of the year for Kutztown. They're going to go on the ground. That's going to be Jaden Stewart out across the 30, and he will fight his way forward to the 35-yard line. Pickup of nine, and that's going to be good for a Golden Bears first down. Been really impressed, Josh, with Jaden Stewart and the limited action we've seen from him today. Oh yeah, he is just impressive to watch. Just the just the will from Jaden is just un, is just unreal. And I mean, we talked about how young this team is. Jaden is, is young himself. You know, we, we we talked about how like how young they are and just just how involved they're getting. It, it's almost impressive to see. I don't think I. We, we've seen numerous different programs, but I don't think I've ever Novak seen... Novak takes a snap, looking to throw. Flushed out to the right. And he'll just pull it down and get out of bounds. So he was forced out of bounds at the 32. That's a loss of three. And if you're Novak, that's an area where you just got to throw it away. You have to throw that out of bounds. There was a lot of coverage, though, downfield, Jack. That's why he probably didn't. I mean, you're throwing it into a lot of coverage. That can end really bad. Yeah, but if you throw it far enough down the field with the receiver in line and out of bounds, A, no intentional grounding, you're out of the tackle box, and B, you don't lose any yardage. Fair now you point. lose three, put yourself behind the chains at second and 13. Just makes it that much harder as an offense. Novak looking to throw. Going to take a deep shot. Gibson by the defense. Caught it to 30. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Makai Gibson. Guess you don't have to worry about being behind the chains when you can just throw it down the field and Gibson all alone. Nailed it in at the 27-yard line and went untouched into the end zone. And, Jack, we talked about how I would take that one-on-one -on -one coverage every day of the week. That's why, because we talked about the one of two ways it could end. It could end either in it could, talk, it could end either in one you take get it you gain a step or you lose a step. He gained at least three steps on the defender, and that is exactly what you wanted. And the extra point's gonna be blocked by East Strasburg, so it'll keep it at twenty to seven. 
but a 68-yard touchdown strike from Judd Novak to Makai Gibson. Familiar sight here at Andre Reed. Those two had a huge touchdown score against Mercyhurst two weeks back. But they hook up again for a 68-yard score to put KU ahead by two scores. But, Jack, now I want to take the time to send it down to Mitchell Smedley, our sideline reporter. Mitch, what do you got for us, my friend? Well, it looks like we're... We're going to have to wait for a word from Mitchell Smedley. But, Jack, that was, that was a type of drive you, you like to see right there. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. That's, that was something they needed. We talked about how you didn't end the first half the way you wanted. We talked about how they, how they would get the ball second half and how they needed to start it off strong, and they did just that. And it feels like this offense is just so much more capable of those big explosive plays through the air than we saw even look back a year ago. I mean... You know, we're seeing early and often, you see that big touchdown to Hasty, 55 yards. That Gibson touchdown, a 68-yarder. Just those big, big passing plays that are going for scores are something that we're seeing more of this year from KU as an offense than in years past. Millard will boot it away. Back to return and taking it from the three is Justin Cook out across the 25. And it'll be wrapped up. See where they spot him. Thought possibly on that last return, there might have been a, a penalty or two thrown, but so I put him at the 37, a 33-yard return for Justin Cook, the sophomore out of Harrisburg. So good starting field position for the Warriors' offense. They're trying to respond after that. Quick KU score. As we're just two minutes and 38 seconds into this third quarter. Off the edge, untouched, was Nigel Wilson. He was unblocked. Coming on McTaggart's blind side, and he got crushed from behind. Just got that pass off. And it looks like... Uh, Sean McTaggart might have been a little shaken up on that last play. A little slow to get up. That's one of those conversations you have to have with your line. Saying, look, you, you, you got to block. They're coming from my blind side. That that could have that could have ended really bad, Jack. That's that's one of those plays that you hate to see. But great job by Nigel Wilson. Just being untouched off the line. Second down and 10. Quick swinging out to the running back. On the screen, out to the 40, and wrapped up at the 41-yard line there. It was Tyreek Lewis, who we didn't see a whole lot of in that first half, getting involved. But they get in the ball there. Pickup of four, sets up third down and six. Now here's one of those situations, Jack. We talked about how defense needs a big statement right here. Just a stop. You need to get a three and out right here. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You, you have to do it. You have to get a stop right here because then that puts your offense back in control. When you're, when offense gets in control, that wins football games. Momentum needs to be your, needs to remain in your favor. And so third down and six. Two on the play clock. They got to get it off. 
They do just get the snap off. McTaggart looking to throw, steps up, firing a deep shot down the field, and that's going to be caught all the way down to the 15-yard line. As that was DJ Thompson, the Keyport, New Jersey native with a huge play through the air for the Warriors. Puts them down at the Golden Bear 14, and they're back in the red zone. And like I, I mentioned, time in and time out, on those one-on-one -on -one coverages, you either get beat by step or you, or you get or you gain the step. And just just Lloyd got beat by beat by a step, and that cost him. McTaggart looking to throw over the middle, incomplete. Was looking for Dawson Stewart. Well, it was a mostly cloudy day here for most of the first half, but the sun now out brightly, beaming down on the Andre Reed Stadium. And now the clouds look like they're gonna take back over a little bit. It's it's an unpredictable day. When we when we got that word from Monsoon Mike himself, uh, talked about how it might be a little might the sun might peek its way out, and it's sure doing that. But now look. Now, this is one of those situations, Jack. Defense guys step up big time. They they need to make a stop right here. Even if you get three. McTaggart takes the snap. Rolling out left. He's going to tuck it and run. He'll slide down at the 11. Pick up three. Set up third and seven for the Warriors. Now, it just goes back to my point, Jack. You, you got to make a stop right here. Um, it's... So you're at the 12, right? I would consider a victory for this defense if they could just manage just manage three. So third down and seven. From the 11-yard line. That big passing play that what got him down here was a 45-yard hookup between McTag McTaggart and DJ Thompson. Looking at the end zone, one-on-one. -on -one, and a flag comes in. It was Justin Harris on the coverage against DJ Thompson. Thompson is just such a tough wideout to handle with his size standing at six foot four against a five foot ten Justin Harris. So it's going to set East Stroudsburg up at the two yard line with the passing interference occurring in the end zone. Sets up first and goal at the two and a good opportunity here for the Warriors to get in for six in response. McTaggart under center. Hand to offer Tyreek Lewis and he's in for the touchdown. A two-yard touchdown run for Tyreek Lewis. Caps off a solid drive for East Stroudsburg and they respond with a score of their own. Just every time Kutztown seems like they have the momentum, it, it just seems like they give up a touchdown right back. And it's... One of those situations that just Kutztown can never keep the momentum on their side for too long. It just seems like every time they give up that touchdown, they give they Bartholomew's extra point is up and good. Good effort by Harris to come in and try to block it. Twenty to fourteen your score. We're gonna send it down to Mitchell Smedley on the sideline.
Well, thank you, Mitch, for that quick word. And Jack, I mean, I mean it's it's tough. I this is going to come down to the wire. I hate to make predictions. I I really do, but just watching this game, it's going to come down to the wire. And the past two meetings, it has. And I mean, I. I, I really don't know what to say at this moment. Free Stroudsburg, I mean, I mean, that was just a nice response. On that third down, they found that DJ Thompson big passing play for 45 yards, got him down to the 14. And then ultimately the passing interference in the end zone against Justin Harris, but up at the two and Tyreek Lewis waltzed into the end zone, practically untouched for a two-yard score. Booted away. Fielded at the three by Ravenel. Out across the 15, and he's going to be bottled up. Right around the 18-yard line, not a good return here for KU. Just, pardon me, just good kick return coverage there by the Warriors. That's not what they needed. Um, not, not, not good at all. Um, it can almost feel the momentum start to change a little bit. They got that touchdown, but as soon as the blocked extra point happened, they get that big play, go down the field, score a touchdown, now with some solid kick return coverage, KU starting inside their own 20. How does KU respond to East Stroudsburg surging a little bit here in this third quarter? Still 10.08 to go in the third. A lot happening, and not a whole lot of time has gone off the clock. Novak, design quarterback, run out across the 20. 25, and he is going to be knocked down at the 29. Malachi Bowman there on the tackle. So pickup of 11. Excuse me, they'll rule him at the 30, so it's a gain of 12 for Novak on the design quarterback run and pick up a first down for KU. That's what they needed right there. Just Judd Novak stepping up. He's the leader of this team. He's proven why. And he knew they needed just one big play just to get the momentum back on their side. And, I mean, all it, all it takes is just that, Jack. Hand off Jordan Davis up the middle. He'll pick up a few. As there's a, a shoot. Is that a shoot? A cleat. Okay. Went flying one of Davis's cleats. Oh. So we'll see Stephen Burkhardt come on as Davis heads to the sideline to get his cleat back on. I don't think I've ever seen that, Jack. But... So, I mean, I mean, back to the topic, right? Now it's time to hit the air. I mean, it, it's worked. It has. You've only thrown one interception. That's not good. That's not bad either. I mean, Gibson, the motion man, takes the snap. They're going to give it to Burkhardt up the middle, out across the 35 as he fights his way to the 38-yard line. Jameer Crumpton there to bring him down. Third down and three for KU. Big third down, and it's going to get blown up. Nowhere to run for Steven Burkhart. They try to snap it quickly and catch the defense off guard. Did not work. A loss of one, actually, on the play. So a quick three and out, and... You can see the energy over there on the East Stroudsburg sideline. They're pumped up. They, they are still right in this thing, only down by six. Now their offense will be getting the football back as the momentum only further continues to go the way of East Stroudsburg at this moment. 
and that was a drive Kutztown really couldn't afford. Millard boots it away. Fair catch there by Bowman at the 30-yard line, and that's where the Warriors will start on offense. But I want to send it back down to Mitchell Smedley because I know Mitch is right around the action. So, I, so Mitch, after that last drive, what are, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What's going on? It's a lot of what Jack just said. The East Stroudsburg sideline is fired up. The Kutztown coaches and players, not so much. Trying to gain some of that energy, but it seems like a lot of it went out the window with that blocked extra point. Just some of those uh, those rare plays that you never really see often on special teams really can change momentum. And since then, it's been all East Stroudsburg. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch, for that word. Kutztown defense goes back to work here. As the Warriors start at their own 30-yard line, 20-14, to 14, KU in front. They're going to start it off with a rushing play. Mason Peterson, the redshirt freshman from Philadelphia, gets his first carry of the day. Picks up four yards, sets up second and six to the 34-yard line. This is a huge defensive possession here for Kutztown because a touchdown with a converted extra point, of course, would put East Stroudsburg in front for the first time since they led 7-0 after their opening drive. And the lead with, with about seven minutes left in the third. That's right back on the ground. Peterson again out to the 40-yard line. A run up at the 41, and that's going to be good for a Warrior first down. That's a pickup of seven. So Jalen Hill on the stop there for KU. Just Kutztown defense needs to make a, a stop here. They have no other option at this point. I mean, like I said, you're 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 up by six. Even if even if you manage three, like I can work with that, but I can't work with six. Back to the ground game. Peterson continues to be efficient out across the 45, wrapped up at the 47-yard line. It's a pickup of seven on first down, and the change of pace that we've seen from Peterson here in the backfield, just the usage usage of some fresh legs has really paid dividends. And just compared to last week, this is a different defense for the Golden Bears. It's just, they look different. And I don't know what it is. They just look different. They need to go back to what worked last week. And you just need to stop here. Forced five turnovers in the game a week ago against Shepard. Have forced one today. McTaggart looking to throw. Taking a deep shot one-on-one -on -one for DJ Thompson. Incomplete. Thompson had a step. As he was being covered by Antoine Lloyd. Thompson had a step. McTaggart just couldn't get him. Overshot him by just a little bit by an arm's length there. Just and, and Third is, down and four. This is where it is. They need to stop right here. Right here, right now. You, you, can't, you can't wait. You got to make it here. You have no other option. Going to hand it off. And absolutely stuffed at the line of scrimmage. There was Tamir Mills gets up to the 49-yard line. And pick up of it. two. The offense going to stay out on the field. Going to go for it on fourth down. Quick snap. Handoff. Mills fighting his way forward. To the Golden Bears 48. And that should be good for a first down. It is. 
Chance to get the defense off the field. And the Warriors get just enough. Just can never seem to just stay in momentum. You just can. And it's, and I, I mean, it's, it's it's not it's not good. You need it. You need to you need to fight back here right now. You you got no other choice. First down and ten. McTaggart takes the snap, rolling out to the left, fires to the far side. That's going to be caught there by DJ Thompson again, who's been getting a lot of targets here in this second half. To the thirty-seven. That's a gain of eleven and another Warrior first down. And Whatever happened at halftime? Both these offenses look a lot more free flowing. And like they did in the early parts of the opening half. First and 10 for the Golden Bears, 37. McTaggart in the gun. Two wideouts on the field. They're going to hand it off. Tyreek Lewis spins out of a tackle in the backfield. And he'll be fortunate to just get a yard there, making it second and nine. Yeah, and I mean, that's something. I, I mean, at this point, you're maybe in field goal range. It's tough. So at, at this point, just Kutztown. Needs need to need to stop here. Couple downs to go in order to get that stop. Second down and nine for the Warriors. Three fifty and counting to go in the third quarter. Rolls out to the left. Now taking a deep shot and a flag is going to come in as it's picked off in the end zone. It's not going to count there by C.J. Brown. It'll be wrapped up at the 24-yard line. It's going to be passing interference, though, on KU as DJ Thompson was tackled on the way to the outbreak of his route. That could have been nice without the penalty. Uh, that's Could have been nice if DJ Thompson didn't get tackled out in coverage there by Justin Harris. Yeah, nine. That's certainly one way to play defense, but it's going to warrant a penalty flag every time as it's going to be called passing interference. Puts down faithful, not happy with that penalty, but... I mean, they can be happy, they can be displeased not, all that one. It happy. was a penalty. Oh, it 100% was, yeah. But, it, and I mean, it, it, now it's time to see how you respond. I mean, right, so East Stroudsburg is just... Their, their run attack is solid right now. So the the biggest concern I, I have is just you need to make a stop, and they just can't. First and 10 from the 21-yard line, just outside the red zone. Back to the ground to Tamir Mills. He'll pick up two wrapped up at the 19-yard line. Freddie Redder there to wrap him up. The redshirt freshman from Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Sets up second and eight. You see on this drive a lot of... McTaggart takes a snap, rolls out to the left side as they try to get Thompson deep behind the teeth of the secondary. Behind the teeth of the defense. McTaggart takes a snap, looking at Thompson again. It is... Caught! What a catch by DJ Thompson for the touchdown. And we're knotted up at 20. I mean, that was great coverage by Lee Coleman, the sophomore from Salem, New Jersey. I mean, you, you cannot cover a man any better than he just did. 
but with the sheer size of Thompson at six foot four, and it needed he needed all six foot four of them to come down with that ball, just wrestled it out of the air for six. And now the Warriors an extra point away from taking the lead. DJ Thompson has really made a statement here in this second half. It's Devin Bartholomew. Out to attempt the extra point, it is up, it is good. And the Warriors have their first lead of the second half and their first lead since it was 7-0 all the way back in the first quarter. Here with 3.01 to go in quarter number three. Golden Bears gotta find a way to respond. We're now gonna send it down to the sideline for Mitchell Smedley, get a gauge on what it's like down at field level at this point. Interception with the pass interference call. The entire Kutztown sideline was irate, pleading with the refs that he fell down and that the receiver fell down initiating the contact. Uh, they did not get the call. There was a brief discussion with the officials, but the, after the pleas from Kutztown to pick up the flag, they did not. They called it in, and it leads to seven points and a lead change, first lead change since Kutztown tied it up at seven and then took the lead in the first half, as you just mentioned. So the Kutztown sideline, not very happy with how that drive played out. It's time to regain some of that momentum, use it as some fuel, to go out and put together a good offensive drive. Back up to you guys. Thanks, Mitch. And I mean, it's yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I I and he might have filled down Jack on that pass interference play. I really don't know. I think there might have been some contact that, and I I personally do think it was pass interference. But I mean, it it, it could have went either way. Um, but and now you're in a tough situation. You're down by one. Um. Kutztown needs to play a, a stellar 18 minutes of football right here just to finish it out if they want a chance of winning this game. Quinto's going to boot it away. It's going to sail into the end zone for a touchback. Hey, you're going to start at their own 25. Josh, you mentioned that Kutztown's got to respond here. Yep. 14 unanswered points for the Warriors. Your offense gets the ball back, went three and out in their last possession. And this is the time where, you know, you're going to see what this redshirt freshman quarterback, Judd Novak, is truly made of here. Yeah. Now, uh, still a whole fourth quarter to go, but at this point of the game, it's a pivotal drive for this KU offense to at least get some points on the board. It, they, they need to put points on the board here. Now, one of the things, I hate to bring up a, a, a tough topic, but against Cal U, I mean, just a lot of unanswered points. And I'm afraid that could happen here today. Hand off to Davis on first down. He will get a yard out to the 26. Everett Dingle there on the tackle. The Baltimore, Maryland native. Not good, Jack. Not good at all. I mean, it's it's tough to watch. I'll say that. But it's got me nervous. Second down and nine. Here with 2.15 to go in the third quarter. Bunch set to the left. Novak going to take it on a design QB run. He will fight to the 29-yard line. Pick up three. And set up third and six. Big third down for KU. We mentioned at the top of the broadcast, one of the keys to the day was to win third down. They're six for nine on third down conversions today comparatively to East Strasburg, who's three for nine. So 
they've done that to this point, but they got to do it once more here. Just got to stay alive. Three wide receivers out to Novak's left. Takes a snap. Gets flushed out to the right. Fires to the side. It is intercepted. That's Sergey Felizor. Felizor, excuse me. It's Sergey Felizor. I mean, it's just. Thought, I mean, it's tough. I mean, Judd Novak threw two interceptions last week. He threw two here. You're seeing that little bit of inexperience there. I mean, great coverage by the Warriors' defense there. Just had to, felt like he had to force something on third down and results in an interception as the Warriors are going to take control at the Golden Bears' 42-yard line. And ESU presented with a good opportunity to really take control of things down the final stretch of this third quarter. Already with a one-point lead, trying to tack on more. Handoff up the gut. Tyreek Lewis going to take it down to the 37-yard line, a pickup of four. Gabe Gipley there to wrap him up. Gibley, the reigning PSAC East Defensive Athlete of the Week for his performance last week at Shepard. Forced a fumble, recovered that same fumble, and got his first collegiate interception. And a standout performance and a big-time road win last week for KU, but they got to get things under control here today at home. Right back to Lewis, out across the 30. And he will be spun down at the 27-yard line. Drew Henser there on the tackle. And I mean, at some point, you have to make a stop. I mean, time is going to run out, and you, you got to make a stop. And this is this is tough to watch. I mean, because it's just a different type of defense. Just it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. East Strasburg has really flipped the switch offensively here in this third quarter. First and ten for the twenty-seven. McTaggart going to tuck it, throw, and Stewart was wide open. Just couldn't haul it in as the graduate student tight end out of Pottstown. Really good job from McTaggart to sell the handoff there. By pulling that one back late. And that developed just the way East Strasburg hoped it would. Just couldn't find his tight end. So now makes it second down and ten. With two seconds to go in the third quarter, this will be the final play. McTaggart under center. Back to Lewis. To the 25, and he will be wrapped up there. Nigel Wilson there to wrap him up. So pickup of two will set up third and eight for East Stroudsburg. Going to the fourth quarter. We're going to step aside here on KR. be back for quarter number four. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. 
While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Whether you're on campus or back home on break, strap on a helmet every time you jump on a bike or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Back here at Andre Reed Stadium, the start of the fourth quarter, East Stroudsburg has a 21-20 lead. They face third down and eight from the Golden Bears' 25-yard line. A huge, huge third down upcoming. This could make or break the game right here, Jack. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it could, but I I think it could. I mean, they, they need a stop right here. It just, just need one. McTaggart in the gun, empty backfield. Looking to throw, he's got all day down the seam. That's gonna be caught for a Warrior touchdown. There by the sophomore tight end, Bo Heiser. And on the first play of the fourth quarter, the Warriors pad their lead. Now up 27 to 20. As Heiser was just wide open right down the seam. I mean, no one within him, just an easy touchdown grab. And I mean, everyone was around around him just I don't know what happened. Just couldn't make it. Just couldn't make a stop. Bartholomew on to attempt the extra point, and it's no good. Bartholomew oh, misses the extra point, wow. so a chance to make it an eight-point game. It'll stay at seven twenty-seven twenty. That's a huge miss because now if KU scores a touchdown, they don't feel that they have to go for two. They can just kick an extra point to try to go for the tie. Wow. But I, w- I just want to send it down to Mitchell Smedley, our sideline reporter. Mitch has been in the action right on the sideline. Mitch, what have you seen? What have you heard? What's going on down there? Josh, you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing some uh, mistakes on offensive play calling from Kutztown. Uh, we're standing here. We're watching this quarterback sneak with Judd Novak, the design quarterback run. They have not worked once today, and that was the second down call on that last drive. Running it is getting stacked up each and every time. They're trying to use the run to set up their pass right now. What's been working all day is the pass. Use that to get the defense to stop stacking the box and set up the run. Uh, I I would expect, I would hope, that Judd Novak is dropping back to pass more. That's what set up that interception. It was a long third down. Felt like he had to try and force a play, and it got picked off and turned into only six points, thank goodness, for the miss on the extra point. And if you remember... KU missing an extra point, getting it blocked. That's kind of what turned this whole tide uh, early in that third quarter. So maybe uh, the opposite here in the fourth. Kutztown looks to tie this thing up. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch, for that word down on the sideline. Golden Bears trail by a touchdown. 20 unanswered points for the Warriors. Kickoff is away. Ravenel will take it at the seven-yard line. Out across the 20. To the 25, and he will fight his way forward to the 29-yard line. And that's where the Golden Bears will get started here on their first drive of the fourth quarter. Mitch wants to see more of the pass attack. I want to see more of the pass attack. What do you want to see more of? 
I think you got to start off with the pass. I mean, last drive looked a little conservative. You go a first down run for Davis at one yard. Novak design quarterback run picks up three. Then that passing play resulted in the interception. I mean, you waited till third down to throw the ball on third and an intermediate as you was third and six. So that there's still a, you know, decent chance you can convert that. But, you know, for KU, I think you just got to be more aggressive. It's got to be more aggressive on the offensive side of the ball. Four wide receivers out on the field. Davis in the backfield. Novak checks it down to his running back. Davis will spin his way out across the 35, down to the 36. As they'll pick up six yards on first down. That's a nice play. That's what you like to see. Just check it down. Yeah. They're giving you the underneath. Just take it. And, I mean, it works. You need to play small ball here. And if, if, if that works, it works. Whatever you need to do. But I have a question to pose once this next play gets done. Excuse me, I was again a seven, so second and three. Novak takes the snap, looking to throw, evades a sack. Out across the 30, he's going to float out the sideline, incomplete. So third down and three. And he's getting coached by his fellow quarterbacks on the sideline. Hey, if you're going to throw that ball out of bounds, leave it no chance that it can leak over the field and possibly get intercepted. If you're going to throw it away, make sure you get it fully out of bounds. Now, here's my question. This is something we haven't really talked about. With the game on the line, do you stay with the inexperience of Jed Novak, or do you put Donnie Blaine back in with his experience? you got to keep Novak in. What does it say You know, what does it say to your team about your faith in the, in, in the guy you have in there now if you take him out in the big spot? Third down and three. Screen pass to the running back, Davis. That just took so long to develop that Noah Hambrick stepped up and laid a big-time hit. Loss of yardage, loss of four. Fourth and seven, and the Bears' offense goes three and out again. Had to lob that screen pass to get it over a defender, but screenplay took way too long to develop. Had no chance of getting that first down as Davis, as soon as he caught it, got planted into the turf. Millard back to punt it. Caught back at the 25. Bowman, he'll be wrapped up there, try to get some yardage. It did not get anything, so the Warrior offense right back out on the field. As it's been a heavily controlled second half here by East Stroudsburg. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, all I got to say is just everything has been controlled by East Stroudsburg today. And I mean, when, like, when does... When do you put a stop to that? You have 13.25 left to play. I mean, it's it, at some point you're going to run out of time. Huge defensive possession here for KU, and it feels like every one of them will be here in the fourth quarter down by a touchdown. You can't afford to go down by two scores. No. Handoff on first down. Get out to the 30-yard line was Mason Peterson. Pick up a four, makes it second down and six. And I mean, it's just at, at a certain point, they have to go three and out. I mean... And again, I don't want to make it like it's, you know, there's still 13 minutes left in this game. You know, by two scores, there's still a chance, but it's not a favorable situation to be in by any means. No, it's not. Right back to the ground game. Great job there. Eden Johnson there on the tackle. 
No gain there for Peterson on the ground. Sets up a huge third and six for Kutztown's defense. It would be monumental a, to get off the field here. They need a stop right here. Johnson, another redshirt freshman, the Governor Mifflin product. Third and six, McTaggart takes a snap, looks over the middle, flushed out right, and he's gonna be sacked! Brought down by Jalen DeVos, the senior from Lansdale, Pennsylvania with a huge sack on third down to get the Golden Bears defense off the field. That was the drive they needed. I would have preferred that drive about sometime in the third quarter. That would have been really, really I'm sure really the defense nice. would have taken the three and out at some time in the third quarter too, but it's huge they got it now. DeVos with the sack. For a loss of nine and Bartholomew on to punt it away. Big time play by the senior linebacker. Bartholomew with the punt. Lloyd will call for a fair catch. Fielded at the 45 yard line and KU's got some good field position here early in the fourth quarter with 11-16 to go. We're gonna send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Big drive up coming for this Golden Bears offense. Hearing from the uh, opposing sideline, but now the Kutztown sideline is fired up after that sack, a big momentum changer. Also helps with that field position game. That was nine yards that they lost, taking them inside their own red zone, having a punt from there. Kutztown with a short-ish field. Trying to tie this thing up. Big momentum swing. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. Golden Bears take over at their own 45. First down and 10. 11-16 to go. Can this offense cash in? They need to. Out to Gibson on the wide receiver screen. Out across midfield. 45-40 down the sideline before he's finally bumped out of bounds at the Warrior 36-yard line. That was something, that was a play they needed. But the Golden Bears back, back, in, back in the momentum seat. Now, it's about how, how long you can keep this up. You can't take three. You have to take six. You have to get the extra point. You have to take seven. There is There are no other options. You have to do it. First down and 10 from the East Stroudsburg, 36. Three on the shot clock. They just get it off in time. Hand off to Jordan Davis. Inside the 30, and he's tracked down at the Warriors 28-yard line. A nice pickup of eight on first down. Just a nice little halfback stretch there to Jordan Davis. It's a good blocking by the left side of that offensive line. Really opened that play up where Davis could cut up and get a good gain on first down. And they're coming alive right here. It's it's gonna be interesting to see. This is gonna come down to the wire. Um, it's just about who who can make the stop last. I think that that's the question. And whoever does it is gonna come with a win. Right back to Davis on the ground. He will spin his way to the 24-yard line. It's a pickup of four, and that's gonna be another Golden Bears first down. So that 19-yard screenplay to Gibson, he's up over 100 yards today on only three catches. He was a benefactor of that 68-yard touchdown catch and run. 
in the early parts of that third quarter. The lone touchdown of this second half for KU as they've been outscored 20-7 to this point of the second half. Trying to change that here as they're just outside the red zone. On the ground, Jaden Stewart. Ball came out. Stewart got back on it, but they're going to say it was already down at that point. Pickup of about a yard. And Jaden Stewart is down on the field as the training staff will go out to take a look on look at him. Stewart's been such a huge part of the rushing attack today. So you've seen a lot of him. Six carries for 28 yards, and he's on his feet, making his way to the sideline. We certainly hope the best. Absolutely. Looks like it might just possibly be a, a, a cramp of some sort. But and from what it looks like up here, they're taking a look at that left leg. As you saw a little bit of a hitch in his giddy-up when he's getting off the field, just a little bit of hobbling a little bit. So they're taking a look at his left leg. We're not going to try to self-diagnose any injuries because yeah, we're no, not medical professionals. Not. But we can see from our vantage point that they are looking at his left leg. And we hope Jaden Stewart is okay. Second down and nine. Novak takes the snap. Looks to throw. Going end zone. Touchdown, Golden Bears! Curtis Ravenel! A 23-yard touchdown strike. And the Golden Bears an extra point away from tying things up. That's what they needed right there. Now, I don't know if you could see that. He threw it into a lot of pressure. Double coverage downfield. Now, you could see the rushing on their left side. Left side was collapsing. He knew he had about two seconds to get the ball off. That's when you put all the trust in your receivers, and that's exactly what you want. Extra point is up. It is good. We're not up at 27. That missed extra point from East Stroudsburg, looming large right now. But a 23-yard touchdown from Novak to Ravenel. Tie things, ties things up for KU. We'll send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Thank you, Jack. Momentum swing after momentum swing. Not only are the Kutztown fans back into it, that entire sideline, players, coaches alike, back to high five and back to cheering, looking more like the team we saw here in the first half and uh, two weeks with the home opener in that blowout. What a play. What a drive, really. The play calling was on point there. I was standing next to Abby Riggs, and everything I said, I said, run it here, pass it here. Not to make me look like a genius, but they did everything I said, Jack. What a drive. What a response. And you're right, that extra point by both teams looming large. If one team makes it, we're not tied up right now. We have a one-point difference or so. Um, but look for Kutztown to keep the pressure on defensively. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch. And I always say when they when I when we give advice on our broadcast, they always take a, take our advice. And I I mean it, it was it was a solid drive from start to finish, right? So they had great field position, but it started from that sack. All it takes is just one play. One, not even a whole drive, just one play to change momentum. That's it. Specifically on the third down, that's when it matters the most. That's what you need. So you had that sack. That's a loss of nine yards, right? You punt it away from your own red zone. You, you give great field position. 
And that's a play you needed. Kicks away. It's going to be a touchback. And the Warriors will start at their own 25-yard line. A huge score on offense for KU. And you can look back at that Jalen DeVoe sack on the prior defensive possession as a huge turning point in this fourth quarter. Got the defense off the field. The punt put them with favorable field position. Start off that drive with a 19-yard wide receiver screen of Makai Gibson. And then they methodically worked their way down the field and capped it off with that 23-yard Curtis Ravenel touchdown catch. Huge, huge score for KU in this thrilling back-and-forth conference showdown between these two teams. Their last two matchups have both been decided by one possession, and it looks like we're going to have a similar result coming here today. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that, that that's what it's going to come down to. First down and 10. McTaggart throwing over the middle, incomplete. Off the hands of the wide receiver, Justin Cook. Just broken on a slant route. And just couldn't reel it in. Could have ended really bad, Jack. That could have went off the receiver's wow. hands, deflected up in the air, but harmlessly fell incomplete. We're going to real quick take a look around the conference. Cal U is a convincingly 37-7 at Clarion. And Lockhaven and Millersville are in a dogfight. Lockhaven ahead 31-28. Bloomsburg has That's an early game. 7-0 lead over Westchester at home. We'll go to Bloomsburg next week. Handoff on the ground. It's up the middle to the 28-yard line. Okay, so this goes back to my previous point, Pick Jack. up a three for Tyreek Lewis. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. You're good. I'm, I'm, Just I'm giving working, the listeners. I'm, I'm working on it. Working Just on giving it. the listeners. Yeah, Who gave I, the I, ball? I, Make I your point, it. buddy. I love it. But right here, I, I mean, we talk about the statement drive. This might be a bigger statement than the one previously. Just they need that big play right here, right now. You can't wait because if you get out in front right now, that puts you in better, better position. Third down and seven from the 28. And a flag thrown. And we're sitting right next to the coaches of Kutsang. Yeah, just want to give a disclaimer real quick. If you hear the coaches through our mics, uh, we are sandwiched in between... I, 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 in the box here. I, I, I like this VH point because we can hear everything. So, well, whatever whatever they did, I, I, I don't really know, but Kutan is not happy right now. So, did they take back the penalty, Jack? Because there was no flag on the ground. Well, at least you get a, a timeout to fix whatever the, the, the problem was. KU was the one to take the timeout, so no penalty flag. Kutztown calls their first timeout of the half. So it's still third and seven, with exactly eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 27-27. Time to get excited. This is the play they need right here. Crowd's getting loud here at Andre Reed Stadium and another whistle. So it, it, it looks like they did call the, 
the, the false start on East Strasburg because now you're looking at a, at, a, at a third and ten. Oh, no, you're not. You're looking at a third and I seven. I was going to say they didn't spot the ball at the right spot. They had it back at the 25. And well, since there was no penalty, I was very perplexed I, as to why it was at the 25. I was actually about to elaborate on that right before that whistle. We'll, tr we'll try one more time. Here it is. Third but and now seven. the ball spotted correctly. Third and seven from the 28. The KU faithful on their feet and getting loud. Huge third down. McTaggart in the gun. Two wide receivers to his right, one to his left. Takes the snap. Faces the heat. And he's going to circle. Takes him down. Big time sack by Tyler Wary. Back-to-back defensive possessions where the Golden Bears get a sack on third down. And now out comes the punt team for the Warriors. That is what they needed right there. Just a quick three now. I'm telling you, Jack. I'm telling you. All they need is just one play to turn the momentum. That's it. Just one. And that is exactly what they did. Great job by Tyler Murray. Granted that hole through the middle linebacker. He knew he only had about two seconds to make the play. He did it in one and a half. Great job. So Bartholomew back out to punt. It's going to be a fake punt. And they're not going to get it. Why would you do that if you're... An interesting play call there by East Stroudsburg. It was Benny Pimbleton, the graduate receiver from Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, who took it as one of the up men. Turnover on downs. That's going to put KU... I hate to speak on... At the on East Stroudsburg 28-yard line. I don't know why you don't play I that. don't know why. Why would you do that? It wasn't that even was fourth and short. It was fourth down and 11. Plus two, if you don't get it, you give up terrible field position. You're tied at 27. Seven minutes left in the game. Why would you go for that? That makes no sense. But speaking of Cliff Sound, great read. I mean, exactly. You saw that. It looked like there was going to be a small hole right off, the, right off our near side. Great job to quickly close that down, and now you have a great field position. First and 10 from the East Stroudsburg 28-yard line. Novak flush to the right. Caught by Davis, stays on his feet inside the 10, and all the way down to the 7-yard line. What a leap and grab by Jordan Davis. Somehow stayed in bounds on that sideline. A pickup of 21 yards, and the Golden Bears are in the red zone again. That is exactly what they needed. And now it's at the point in time in the game that nerves start to become a factor. And I'm nervous myself. 6.35, you need to drain out a little bit more of the, of the clock. First and goal at the seven. Novak, design QB run. Inside the five. And gets tripped up down at the two, a pickup of five. Novak, and oh so close to getting in the end zone there. And you could tell Judd wanted to go in. He, he was right there, too. and Just just great patience as a runner, too, Josh. Yeah. You see, nothing opened up right away, but was patient, found that hole on the right side, made a man miss, and dove forward to the two-yard line. He's just mad at himself that he couldn't get in the end we zone We talked there. about time in the timeout, how great his reads are, and that is, that's 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 a great read right there. He saw nothing open, and it's, and it's exactly what you want. I mean, second and goal from the two. Ravenel motions from left to right. 
Davis alongside, Novak in the backfield, takes the snap, rolls right, fires Davis, wide open, Jordan Davis, touchdown KU! Golden Bears retake the lead with 5.38 to go, a two-yard receiving score for the senior running back out of Franklin, New Jersey. And in this back and forth showdown, KU's put up 13 unanswered here in the fourth and lead 33-27. What a response. Scoring on their last drive, taking over after the fake punt turnover on downs and wasted little time punching it into the end zone. Evans off for the extra point, snap good, hold good, kick is up, it is through. Flag down, it's 34-27 for now. We'll see what the flag is. Where's so the celebration? Oh, yep, I see it. Okay. So oh, now the PAT team is coming off the field. They're pointing. And they are going to stay off the field as they got word from officials. It's going to be on East Stroudsburg. And Jim, talking to Jim Clements whether he would like to accept or deny the penalty. So personal foul for leaping on East Stroudsburg. That'll be in suit on the kickoff. Now, Jack, I hate to ask this question. I, I, I feel almost out of verse. I, and I, I promise, I do know what I'm talking about. What is leaping? You can't leap so over So on an extra point attempt, you can't leap over the offensive line to try to block Oh, okay. It. All right. Because I, I, I couldn't hear that. I, I couldn't hear that too well. Um, but, Jack... I hate to ask, but Mitch is raising his hand. He wants to. He wants us to send it down. Oh, Mitch, what's up, my friend? What do you got for Thank us? Thank you, Josh. The party is on at Andre Reed Stadium. Um, man, did it all start with that sack, getting the touchdown? But that third down stop—that's the loudest I've ever heard this stadium. And I'll tell you why Stroudsburg went for that fake punt. The entire Kutztown team, sideline, coaching staff was all jumping, high five, and they seemed to look preoccupied. But they buckled down. The special teams did not have a lapse in judgment, and the 11 guys on the field were ready to snuff out that punt. And uh, I spoke with the offensive coordinator after that most recent touchdown. I said, it looks like a different team right now. What changed? He said, just a little bit of momentum, folks, with a little grin on his face. Kutztown back to the lead. Things are looking good here in the fourth quarter. Back up to you guys. Good, good, good. Thanks, Mitch. And I appreciate that. So with the personal foul, putting the kickoff in midfield, if you're KU, do you try to do a little bit of a pooch kick? Try to get him in a little bit of bad field situation? I would. I would definitely try that because, you know, it's easy to get a touchback now. I would try to pooch kick, get him in bad field position. And Millard is going to boot it all the way out of the back of the end zone for a touchback with 5.38 to go. East Stroudsburg is going to take over at their own 25-yard line. But after East Stroudsburg controlled that third quarter, Outscoring KU 20-7 in the second half. The Golden Bears put up 14 unanswered points and now have a seven-point lead in the late stages of this fourth quarter. Just a, a changed offense. I mean, and Mitch said it perfectly, and Marcel Quarterman, the offensive coordinator, said it perfectly. All it takes is just a little bit of momentum, Jack. That's all it takes. Now you got to keep it going right here. Defense needs one more. That's it. One more. First down to 10. McTaggart takes a snap, looks right. It's to tuck it and run, evades a sack, 
Fires out of bounds, incomplete, second down and ten. I just am so frustrated, and I, I got to give so much credit to just Sean McTaggart, only a redshirt sophomore. He is so evasive. He, his footwork is incredible. So many foot tackles, and it's just not going to do it. You just need to wrap up, and you, you think you have him, and you just don't. An ankle tackle is not going to get this guy down. No. He's just too, he's too quick and, and too take, elusive for that. And it might not even be just one guy. It might not even be enough. It might take two or three to bring him down. Second down and 10 from the 25. McTaggart takes a snap. Looking to throw. Rolls to the right. Fires underneath to his tight end. Out to the 28-yard line. Stays in bounds. So the clock will continue to run. As that was Dawson Stewart. Cam Wolf, the first there on the tackle. So a three-yard gain. She's they're gonna roll to twenty eight-yard line, so a gain of three, like I initially said. Third down and seven. Quickly looking at the road ahead for KU. They go to Bloomsburg next week. That's a 2 p.m. start time. We will be on the call for that one, our first road yeah. game of the year yeah, here on KUR. A little, a little road trip. But the next home game for KU will be that following Saturday, the 14th of October against Shippensburg. Third and seven. The tagger steps up. He is sacked. Kim Wolf gets into the backfield and brings him down. The senior linebacker, Cam Wolf. Gets home and brings down McTaggart. Three straight defensive possessions. The Golden Bears have gotten the sack on third down. All by three different players. It was Jalen DeVos, then Tyler Whaley, and now Cam Wolf steps up to deliver the trifecta of sacks on third down, and Bartholomew back to punt again here with just over four minutes to go. Boots it away. No fakes this time. They're going to send a hit off Cam Wolf and... No, no, they're going to blow it dead. They're going to blow it dead. It was a short punt. East Stroudsburg thought it might have bounced off of Cam Wolf, one of the up men there. One of the blockers. As it was scooped up by Raymond Simmons, the fourth, and run all the way to the end zone. The entire East Stroudsburg sideline is signaling... That it should be their football, but they will decide it's KU football. Did not deflect off of Cam Wolf. And it'll stick with KU at their own 30-yard line. A near stare for the Golden Bears. As Wolf was dangerously close to having that ball deflect off of him. In and which case, it would have been recovered by East Stroudsburg. As there were three Warriors there, comparatively to just Antoine Lloyd uh, there for Kutztown. And that's one of those situations, Jack. You need to be aware. And I'm just a little bit confused about why they took so long to blow it dead. I mean, he was practically in the end zone before they whistled the play done. They let him scoop it up. They let him practically run it all the way back before they blew it down. Just confusing officiating there, but they got everything settled under control. As Davis takes the first down handoff, he'll lose a yard. Back to the 29-yard line, setting up second down on 11. East Stroudsburg still has all three of their timeouts. And it's not late enough for them yet to elect to use yes. any of them here. Yep, that's the key word. Yeah, it's 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 going to come down to the wire. Every single the last two finishers for this matchup have been by a single touchdown. Jack, did you know that? I did. Three twenty-five and counting here in quarter number four. 
Down to five on the play clock. Three wide receivers out to Novak's right. He's going to just take it and run himself out across the 30. And he will be wrapped up at the 33-yard line. A pickup of four. Makes it third down and seven. So now we're at three minutes to go and counting. If you get a first down here for Kutztown, would not be surprised to see East Stroudsburg start to use their timeouts on the ensuing set of downs to try to limit how much time is coming off. But for K to implement that, they got to get this first down first on third and seven. Under 10 on the play clock. And you got to run out the play clock as much as possible. Two and a half minutes to go. Novak takes the snap, looking to throw. Fires to his tight end, Tyree Cusser, who will fight his way to the 35-yard line, but will be short of a first down, just a pickup of two. Matthew Davis, the first there to... First there in the efforts to bring down Husser. So the Golden Bears are going to have to punt it away. East Stroudsburg will call their first timeout with 2.16 to go. Give themselves the most possible time to work with. So they will get the ball back for another possession. And I hate to interrupt you, Jack, but we're going to send it once more down to Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what you got for us, bud? Thank you, Josh. Well, uh, the defensive pressure continues for Clifton. I was standing next to one of the offensive coaches. Uh, and I said, wow, this must be nice. You know, your offense getting these boosts uh, in field position from your defense. How'd this happen all of a sudden? It seemed like every play there's pressure. And he said, I don't know. That's not my department, but I like it. Um, and certainly the entire crowd here at Andre Reed Stadium likes it. But sound couldn't get the first down to start putting this game away. We're going to have to hope for one more defensive push uh, on this upcoming East Stroudsburg drive. Back up to you guys. So Nate Millard getting ready to punt it away here. They added three seconds on the clock here with 2.19 to go. Gets it off. Solid punt. Really good punt from Millard. And they can't save it. Oh, a beautiful punt. Bounced all the way down at the 10. And it was such a good punt that nobody was down there when that thing first bounced. Oh, that, that would have been really... So Nick Lovenguth there was the first to try to save it from being a touchback, but as good of an effort as it was to no avail, East Stroudsburg will start at their own 20-yard line with 2.09 to go. And a heck of a punt. Wow. That was... There that by was, Nate Millard. That was really nice. I like that. That was, that was good. That was, that was a really good punt. Just, oh. That, that was close. a 65-yard punt. Punted from his own 35-yard line. But now you got to go 80 yards in the span of about two minutes with two timeouts. That's, that's tough. 80 yards to go, like Josh just said. 2.09 to play. Two timeouts for the Warriors. Empty backfield. McTaggart looking to throw. Finds his man underneath. Open out across the 30. Near the 35. They'll rule him out exactly at the 35 was Rourke Colligan. So Colligan picks up 15 and a Warrior first down here with a minute and 45 seconds to go. McTaggart steps up. He'll take off. Out across the 40. 
And it'll be knocked out of bounds. At the 41-yard line is Sean McTaggart. So a six-yard pickup out to the 41, sets up second and four. He got out of bounds, so the clock will stop. Here with 92 seconds to play. You just got to try to keep them in bounds. You can't let them get out. Four wide receivers out there. Two to McTaggart's right, two to his left. Going to be a free play as Gipley jumped off sides. McTaggart looks to throw. It'll be DJ Thompson who hauls it in and goes out of bounds at the Golden Bear 45-yard line, so they will decline the penalty. And the Warriors are moving right down the field already into Kutztown territory. Just you got to make a stop right here. I mean, you came up... It was a 14-yard completion. It's on Gabe Shipley, the rating PSAC Defensive Player of the Week. I incorrectly identified a player. On that first play of the drive, it was Bo Heiser, not Rourke Colligan, who made that catch for 15 yards. That was to DJ Thompson, that last play for 14, to put East Stroudsburg at the Golden Bear 45. McTaggart not feeling any pressure. Had all day to throw, nobody got open, and then he finally got hit and just had to heave it out of bounds. Second down and 10 with 121 to play. And at this point, everyone just needs to drop back. You, you, I mean, you, I, that's what they're doing. I mean, they're rushing three, but they're chunking their way right down the field, except for that last play. I mean, no pressure. It felt like McTaggart had about four seconds to throw there, and that's a good amount of time. Nobody got open, and then he just got hit by a wary coming in. Rushing three, McTaggart rolls out to the right. He will take off and get just a yard to Sean McTaggart, setting up third down and nine. And talk about a must-stop time. I think two downs to go. You I need two more stops if you play defense. I think this might be it right here. If, if you make a stop right here, game's over. Well, well they're going to go for it on fourth down. You, yeah, yeah, and it's a must. If they don't get, if they don't convert it, they're going to go for it on fourth down. Let's be honest with ourselves; they have no other choice. You, you, you got to do it. Um, but third down to nine. Andre Reed Stadium getting loud. One sixteen to go. McTaggart feels the heat, dumps it off underneath inside the forty, fights his way to the thirty-five yard line. Was Chad Parton? They're not going to give it. Henser and Wary there on the hit, and that's going to be good enough for a Warrior first down. Quick wide receiver screen. That's Lewis. Gets bumped out of bounds at the 32-yard line. One minute left to play. Second down and seven. From the 32-yard line. McTaggart in the gun. Bunch formation was right. Takes the snap. Looks to throw. He's got time. Steps up and fires it incomplete as he just tried to take off. So now a third down and seven here with 54 seconds to play. And that's one of those situations where you wish the middle linebacker would have stayed home because that would have landed easily right in right in his hands. And that would have easily took over the game. But then we find ourselves with the same situation. You need two. So you make the stop here. That would be perfect. But you're, they're going to go for it on fourth down. You have 54 seconds left to play. you, you got to go for it. If you don't get it here, you got to go for it. Making noise again. Another third down. 
Three wide receivers to McTaggart's left. The tight end Heiser lined up along the right side along the line of scrimmage. Single wide receiver to his right. Feeling the heat. Steps up. Looks to throw. Incomplete. Was looking for Heiser. Couldn't find his man and this is it. 49 seconds to play. Fourth and seven for East Stroudsburg from the Golden Bears, 32. Now, if Can the Golden Bears make one last stand? If, if you're East Stroudsburg, do you take a timeout right here? You got two to work with. Or do you save them and hope you convert? They're not. They're gonna save them and hope they convert. One stop, that's all they need, it's just one. Fourth down, seven to go from the Golden Bears 32 yard line. They're Can gonna... Sean McTaggart step up and make a big play for the Warriors or will KU's defense make its biggest stop of the day? McTaggart takes a snap, looks over the middle, steps up, he is sacked, it's incomplete. He just flung it away. Doesn't much matter. The Golden Bears get the stop. McTaggart was wrapped up, just tried to throw it as a last ditch effort. Didn't matter, it fell incomplete. A turnover on downs. And man, oh man, what defense in the fourth quarter by KU. Now do you finally see why I talk about defense so much? Because they make plays like this. Plays that win games right here. So now you find yourself winning this game, you're up by seven. You gotta get a first down though, right here, you have to. Because remember, East Transburg has those two timeouts. Two timeouts, they're just gonna kneel it. They take a knee. East Strasburg will hold their timeouts, just one more kneel down and the Golden Bears will secure the win. It was gritty, hard fought, and they had to fight and earn everything scratch that they got here today. They had to scratch and claw for every single point that is on that board. A and fourth quarter comeback. And so did East Stroudsburg, man. They, these are two teams that fought. Scored 14 unanswered. They, both these teams fought to the end. And the handshake lot before time's expired. KU wins. 34 to 27. They hang on. They survive. They improved to 3 and 2 on the year. 3 wins in a row for these Golden Bears make it 9 straight victories over East Stroudsburg for KU. ESU will fall to 4 and 1, 1 and 1 in Eastern Division play. A huge win. Huge huge win for the Golden Bears. They get two of the toughest teams in the Eastern Division out of their way in the first two weeks of playing interdivision conference play by going on the road and beating Shepard last week 20-3 and on family day here at Andre Reed Stadium. But I want to send it back down to Mitch one more time before he joins us up in the booth. Mitch, what do you think about this finish? Josh, I'll tell you what I thought of this finish. What a role the crowd here at Andre Reed Stadium played. It got loud on every play in those last three defensive drives. There was no chance. The communication was disrupted. The total energy in the building shifted at a basic level. And Kutztown applies the pressure in the fourth after getting absolutely lit up in the third. And it all started with that missed extra point, keeping it a strict seven-point game. And Kutztown pounced on that momentum, just like their coaches talked about. You saw a different team here that loved each other, that played with each other every single snap rather than a discombobulated unit 
that we saw coming out of that halftime. They looked like they took a little bit of a rest coming out of the break, but they got the win. What a big win. What a big couple weeks for Kutztown. Shepard and now this. And we'll see you guys next week. We'll all be on the call. Bloomsburg. Can't wait for that. What a team we got here. This is all for me. Thank you very much. Back up to you guys, Jack and Josh. Thank you, Mitch. Yeah, we that was at the that same time. Sync. Nice. We said it wouldn't happen again, and we did it. Nice. Good Good. Good stuff, Jack. But well, yeah, KU. Yeah, he said it perfectly. We uh, Getting to it early, but yeah, our first road trip, the three of us, to the mountains of Bloomsburg, that's... I can't wait for that. I was up. I was up there about two years ago. That's a nice place. I can't wait for. It. But Jack, getting back to the game at hand. I mean, just what a battle to the finish. And I mean, it was. It was just impressive. I mean, both teams cannot be upset with themselves. I mean, East Stroudsburg is probably because you know they they you know they didn't come out with the win. But they gave Kutztown all they could handle and then some. And Kutztown gave all they could and then some. It, it was just two teams fighting it out for possibly, you know, you know I, I, said to, I said to my parents on the way here, I said every year it's just East Stroudsburg just gives a certain type of competi- competition to the Golden Bears. And just, it's never an easy matchup. It never is, Jack. And it always comes down to one score. And this, and this year is no different. No different at all. East Stroudsburg, always a tough foe for KU, but like we mentioned, nine wins in a row for the Golden Bears over the Warriors. 34-27 to is your final. KU on top. Three wins in a row. Like Josh already mentioned, we will be on the road next week. We will yeah, be going to I Bloomsburg. Can't, I can't wait. I, Very excited for I that. I can't wait. Providing you oh. live coverage. It's a 2 p.m. start time at Bloomsburg, so tune in to KUR for all things Golden Bears football as we are on the road next week for our first conference road game oh, I as can't, a broadcast. I can't wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I keep saying that, but I, I can't. I can't. It is exciting. I, I love traveling on the road. A lot to be excited school. about, too, for this KU program as well as they improve to 3-2. and two. We're going to give you some out-of-town scores real quick and then dissect what happened here in the postgame. Lockhaven is a 10-point lead at home over Millersville, 38-28. to 28. Westchester and Bloomsburg all knotted up, 7-7. to seven. And out in the west, Edinburgh has a 21-14 lead over Mercyhurst coming up in an hour. Seton Hill will take on Gannon. That's a 4 p.m. start time out west. And then a big time matchup between Slippery Rock and IUP to cap off the day here in the PSAC. But for KU, what a win. 34-27. Now 2-0 on the year here at Andre Reed Stadium with a convincing win over Mercyhurst and a hard-fought scratch-and-claw type of victory here today over East Stroudsburg. Got to talk about some notable performers, though, Josh, wow, for KU. there's way too many to talk about. A lot to talk about. I mean, wow. I'm looking at Judd Novak. You know, oh, threw a couple my. interceptions in this game, learned from those, you know, from those experiences, but finished with 285 passing yards and four touchdowns to go along with it. I love his capability of throwing the deep ball. Found Gibson for a 68-yard touchdown. Found Caden Hasty for a 55-yard touchdown. Just those big plays through the air were so crucial. Late in the first half for Hasty and early in the second half for Makai Gibson. And then as the second half progressed, got a little bit more methodical, had to work their way down the field, couldn't get as much of those big play scores as they got in the first half. East Stroudsburg really made KU have to work for it, but KU ultimately ends up prevailing. Ravenel Jr. gets in the end zone with a 23-yard score. 
So you see Novak have such rapport with a lot of different receivers. It's impressive, truly, to see out of a retro freshman who still has a lot of room to grow in his game, but there are some very, very enticing things that you're seeing out of Novak as only a retro freshman quarterback. He has a bright future in a Golden Bears uniform. I'll say that. It's, it's, it's a bright future. It's a bright outlook. And, I mean, it... I I I can't believe it. He stepped up big time um, when the pressure really came, and it's Jack. I said it at the broadcast. Play sixty minutes of football. They played forty-five minutes of football. That third quarter was rough for them. They didn't look solid during that third quarter. A lot of unanswered points, but they came back when the time really mattered. It's all about how you finish that fourth quarter. Um, uh, I'm telling you, it's about how that fourth, how you play that fourth quarter. And they played an impressive fourth quarter on both sides of the ball. I can't even say there was really one side that prevailed. But I will say this. At least you now see why I talk so much about defense. Because defense wins games like these. When they just need those three stops. Yes, they marched down the field on that last drive. But they just needed two stops and they got it. And that ultimately gave Kutztown the win. Yes, it did. Huge defense. A couple of, you know, three big third down sacks for KU down the stretch of the fourth quarter. It was Jalen DeVos the first time around, then Tyler Wary, and Cam Wolf got his name involved too as the Golden Bears forced East Stroudsburg to go three and out on three straight possessions in that fourth quarter as all three of those linebackers had their names involved with critical sacks to get KU the football back in timely fashion. And one play I want to talk about that might fly under the radar is that missed extra point from Devin Bartholomew at the time. Wow. It was 27-20. to 20. East Stroudsburg was ahead. Missed extra point made it so that when Kutztown got it back and eventually scored, they didn't have to go for two. They could just kick the extra point from Dawson Evans. That was huge uh, in, in a big part why KU could feel a little bit more comfortable in the second half and ultimately ended up winning by a touchdown. We mentioned both these teams with their rushing attacks. ESU very potent coming into the day, averaging two, 205 rushing yards per game. That was good for first in the conference. Uh, but both of these teams also have stout run defenses, and you saw those stout run defense show up to play today. KU only 112 yards on the ground comparatively to East Stroudsburg with only 64, and they averaged only 1.8 yards per carry. Could send it a really good job of stepping up, answering the bell, and stopping that rushing attack for East Stroudsburg. They also, you know, limited the penalties, especially in the second half. You saw a lot of flags flying, especially oh. in the second quarter, but in the second half, they did a really good job limiting the penalties, playing smart, alert football, and that's really what helped them prevail here today. Yeah, um, uh, I and we talked about how both these teams limit these penalties, but we also talked about the adversity that goes into playing football. You need to have, you need to play through a lot of it, and they did just that. All the Bears looked solid today, came out with the win. Yeah, absolutely they did. We're going to take a quick look at East Stroudsburg's upcoming schedule. They will go home and play Millersville next week uh, before getting back out on the road October 14th and traveling to play Westchester. That's always a tough matchup, too. Westchester's, again, another one of those gritty, scrappy teams just oh, like East Stroudsburg. Yeah. It's never easy to oh, get by yeah. the Golden Rams, and we'll see them later on in the season in early November, a little bit ways to go before we see Westchester. Uh, and how they look when we see them could be completely different from how they look now just based on record, who's available for that game, and a whole bunch of other factors that, that go into a football game. All right, Josh, I think it's that time. we got to give our uh, yeah. player of the game here. And I'm going to start it off with you. Who do you got? I want to hear yours first. I'm sorry. You're good. Mine's interesting. See, I'm going to be vanilla here, and I'm going to go Judd Novak. Okay. 
285 I, I yards and the that. four touchdowns. I just love what he showed with the big play potential, like I already mentioned. Yes, he did throw a couple of interceptions, but, you know, this is his first time in college where he's fully got the reins of an offense, and he's still learning and still growing. So, I mean, you'll hopefully see those interceptions get limited, you know, going forward as he learns, hey, throw it out of bounds or throw it away, especially on that third down play on his second interception. Third down, nothing was there. He just tried to force something because they were going to punt it anyway. Ended up throwing an interception. The only problem is that set up East Strasburg with, with great field position, so you just like to see your younger quarterback throw that out of bounds, punt it away, and just play the field position game. I think that is a big learning area for Novak, something that he can definitely improve upon. But overall, played a really solid game today. Uh, found a variety of different receivers getting them involved. Jordan Davis, who's a running back, had six receptions in this game. I really like how they utilized him underneath, and Novak felt comfortable to dump it down to his halfback in times of need there on offense. Well, I can't prolong my player of the game anymore. And and this is going to this going to be interesting to say defense. I'm going to have to give I I have done That's this. That's a cop out answer. I have I've, I've done this numerous times. That's a cop out answer. I've done As you this might hear Mitchell Smedley booing in the background. Putstown defense showed up to play today, only giving up 27 points. That's not good, but that's not bad. But they came up when they really needed to. Two unanswered touchdowns, and that was what they needed. And Kutztown defense won this game for the Golden Bears today. Yes, so, they did. Stepping so, up in the fourth quarter. So while I'll say Judd Novak did a great job, I gotta say my guys on the defense came ready to play, and they they won it. They won that football game. They won it. But Jack, it's been fun, my friend. It's been a pleasure. Yes, it has. Another great broadcast in uh, the books. It's fun. Fun doing Until this. next Saturday, where we will be at Bloomsburg. Again, you can tune into KUR for all things Golden Bears football. We'll be going live around 11.30. Excuse me, that's a 2 p.m. start time. So we'll be going live around 1.30 for that one for our pregame. Well, from Mitchell Smedley and Joshua Two, this is Jack Heim. Until next time, saying take care and go Bears. <laughs>